Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's Your Jersey podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Marfuji. Sorry, I, I sang that. I think it's so annoying when people sing their words. I'm sorry I did that. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. If you're a first-time listener, I really appreciate it. I have such an awesome episode for you. You're going to be so excited. Um, but before we get to that, um, I want to say hi, meatballs, to my longtime listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys for supporting the podcast. I really appreciate it. I also love hearing from you. So if you guys want to reach out, say hi, tell me who you you want to hear on the podcast or topics you want me to talk about uh just email me at what's your jersey podcast at gmail.com or you can find me on social media at Jacqueline marfuji that's j-a-c-l-y-n-m-a-r-f-u-g-g-i dm me slide in there guys uh before i get to my amazing guest he's so awesome he's the fabulous podcaster danny pellegrino we're gonna talk so many reality tv show pop culture just celebrity icon things i even make him draft a football team full of bravo celebrities and basically britney spears and lady gaga and a lot of jersey shore people it's pretty epic uh you gotta listen until the end to hear everything but i i Absolutely loved it. I have lying next to me. Yep. My main squeeze. Uh, this is the first time for What's Your Jersey. Uh, we are lying in bed right now. Yeah, we have to find the time when we can. And we're, I'm under the covers with just my head popping out and a microphone in my hand. Which head? What? Who said that? No, my head. <laughs> your, don't be, don't be weird. <laughs> I'm not being weird. Anyway, um, yeah, this is. Uh, we have to find the time to do these things. We don't have... Uh, you know, very busy people. Yeah, and I figured it would be fun to introduce Danny Pellegrino with you. Yeah, and I right? actually, I think I like this. I think I may do um, another podcast from bed. Do you mind if I just have random just guests come over? To- randoms <laughs> over to just lay in our bed. And we'll learn about things like health and happiness <laughs> and and sports and everything else. Yeah. Totes, yeah, do it. That's not creepy at all. Um, I... I Wanted to talk Super Bowl things because, you know, we talk just enough sports here on What's Your Jersey, but I feel like it's already been done. It's been a day since the Super Bowl went yeah, down. Yeah, by the time, uh, it's been a couple of days now, but by the yeah, time this like, airs. Yeah, I, I guess two days. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I mean, some people loved it. A lot of people thought it was boring. Uh, I think most people just hated that the Patriots won again, again. like the evil empire. There was actually, did you see the video of the parade today where Gronkowski yells to um, Brady's daughter, Tom Brady's daughter on another float? It's actually really cute. He retired today too. He did? Yeah, he's all done. Wait, Tom Brady retired Not today? Not Tom Brady, the Gronkowski. Gronk- what? Yeah, too many injuries. He's all beat up. Plus, oh. he's going to probably do some TV. And he's got a hot supermodel girlfriend. She's he's really doing all right. That meat, that meathead did all right for himself. He's great. Gronk. Doing great. He's killing it. Uh, yeah, so I don't... I mean, what? it was a boring game. Halftime show. Everyone hated it. I think. You loved it. But... I, I just had fun dancing. I think if you embrace the halftime show and you just rocked it out, like when Travis Scott came out, like everything... It was very exciting if you were in a very loud bar crowded full of people there was very straight normal 
Not normal. Just there was a lot of dudes singing along to Maroon Five, much more yeah, than I Yeah, they're very anticipated. vanilla, and I think that's why they were a safe pick from the for the NFL to yeah. use them. And they did, they didn't do anything. I just thought they missed the opportunity to make a statement, maybe. And it was kind of like, eh, it's forgettable. Yeah, a lot of people said that. It's you forgettable. Know, I I eh, I already forgot I who was around. it. Who was it? Who performed? I have Whatever. No idea. Okay. It, it was covered in tattoos and not cool ones. Like Post Malone should have curated that tattoo body mm. anyway uh, i did respect the fact that they donated all their earnings to charities anyway we're moving on uh because there'll be more sports talk later on in the episode uh valentine's day is coming up guys yep we are going to new orleans nola what are you guys doing meatballs for valentine's day i want to hear about it i want to hear your stories maybe you're not doing anything maybe they're hanging out with us maybe you have some fun questions I feel like these questions would be good on a Valentine's Day date. You want me to ask some? Yeah, ask some. All right, just let some people. So tell me, I, you want me to tell them a little about where I? Well, you I, have podcasts and stuff. Like you, Tommy's a producer for a Comedy Central show. Mm-hmm. You have a new podcast coming out. That's basically a, it's a branch off of the Jim Jeffries podcast. So, yep, show's called Unsolicited. But anyway, I like to ask a lot of questions when I'm on my podcast and randomly. So I'll just be like, and just casually talking, and I'll be like, hey, so Jacqueline. And you would say, yes. Yeah. What's up? I'm like, would you rather tell someone that their new baby is ugly or their new spouse is ugly? <laughs> their new spouse or just spouse? Or, it says new. I Was wrote down I new. in but... the wedding? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, so what, what would you do? I say baby because I think like you can always be like, you know what? The baby's ugly now, but... You know, it could grow up to be Adam Levine. No, I say never, never do that because that parent will never forget that you called their child ugly. Yeah, I'm but so you can't change sorry. your ugly spouse and then you're yes, never going to you hang can. out with you anyway. You can be like, hey, here's the number to my plus, plastic surgeon. Plus a baby's not going to get mad at you, but if you, you know they're going to tell their spouse you said they were ugly and then you have no, two people I'm hate I'm sorry. You. If you tell a mother that her child is ugly, you're dead to her forever. You don't say the child ugly. You just phrase it different. Like, oh, it's, gonna, it's like a, Next a, question. a, a swan. Next Next All right, I'll give you one more. I'll give you a couple more. <laughs> yeah. I won't Would you rather be sent home first night of the bachelorette or bachelor or stay on until the final two, but then be the villain? Um, I would definitely like to be sent home first because I read an article in Entertainment Weekly when they went behind the scenes of The Bachelor, and apparently the girl that gets sent home first, they always call it because she stands next to a carafe of meatballs and eats meatballs during the first episode taping. And All I, right. I think meatballs. you can you can definitely handle that job. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, Jacqueline. Hey. Would you rather have unlimited free therapy sessions forever uh-huh. or a one-time three-hour life session with Oprah? Well, you apparently don't listen to What's Your Jersey podcast because I talked a lot about Oprah two episodes ago with one of your best friends, Greg Coolidge. Um, so, fuck yeah, I'd want a three-hour session with Oprah, 100%. All right. And I'll ask you one more just okay. because I'm curious. Wait, what would you do? I would go to I would go to therapy sessions for, for, for life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like Oprah would. You know, we get along for three hours, but I, I got a whole life to live. That I'm going to need help with. Oh, <laughs> would you? Especially being with you. I know. Right, anyway, I'm a lot. But let me ask you one more thing. Yeah. Would you rather be able to eat everything you ever wanted and have an amazing body, or would you buy everything, or be able to buy everything you ever wanted and never run out of money? <laughs> 
Never run out of money. One hundo. <laughs> totally. Because if who cares if you're fat if you never run out of money? Totally. I'd be so happy. Also, I would pay to get like my jaw wired shut for a little bit and then take it off like after a month yeah, or two. Yeah, I mean, if you got the money, you just there's like get trainer, lipo. Like it's a whole thing. But if there's like a, a stipulation where it's like, but you're going to just be fat forever. I don't know. I want to be. Can I be healthy, but also have money forever? I don't have to be perfect. I, I'd be happy being like a solid six and having a ton of money for life. Any other good ones? Uh, I don't know. I can give you one more, but I actually gave you the very PG version of what we do. But anyway, there's their questions. Are well, yeah, so ours are pretty us. rough. They're tough ones. But I would yeah. just I would like to I'll ask you one more. Would you rather do the walk of shame or kick a complete stranger out of your house in the morning? You're like, well, both of them kind of <laughs> suck when I used to do this, but... Uh. No, I would much rather kick someone out. Actually, no, no, no. Well, if you do the walk of shame, that means you get to leave when you want to leave. Right, but like, everybody, like it's like the down the shore walk, everyone's just looking at you. Everyone, everyone. is really everyone. Well, if I see a girl out in the clothes from the night before, I'm always like, walk of shame. Yeah, but like, like whatever. Shame. I like to shame them. She's shame. eventually like... Shame. I- I said you shame them. That's so mean. Yep. Never shame a girl. That's awful. I shame her. I'm like, nice, your makeup's oh, running. Oh, shit. That's our timer. Oh, we're done. Oh, we didn't even talk about Elton John. We went to see him this weekend. Um, it's fine. You know what I really want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Those delicious cupcakes that we had. I can't believe you. I Wait, I wanted to talk about I them. I know, but I also was thinking about them because I wanted to see if we can have some in bed. <laughs> I could go get some. I All right, go get them. All right, I'll wait here with the. I'll wait here with the audience. <laughs> I um. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I've become kind of obsessed, and I can't stop eating them. And I've already ordered more for us. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this, but baked by Melissa cupcakes are amazing, and they're bite size. And there's a million different. Well, not like a million because that would be. A I lot like to it. To me, box. it's like a box of chocolate, but with little cupcakes. Yeah. You so never know what you, but you do know what you're going to bite into. Yeah, because there's like an awesome like chart that tells you what you're biting right, into. Right. I'm talking peanut butter and jelly and really red good velvet pictures. And mint and Oreo. I feel really bad because Tommy, I tried to save him the peanut butter and jelly cupcakes, and then I ate them. Yeah, that was not cool. Those are. I my actually favorite. when when the box came, I was all excited. I'm like, ooh, when we open these, that's mine. And then, and then she had a podcast. The guest Danny, was on. You'll hear. Danny right. and I eat the peanut butter ones right. So I came on. home so angry. Yeah, it was bad. But I am so obsessed with these cupcakes that I ordered more. They're bite-sized treats and they're unique and they're handcrafted. And they're also really awesome to just gift to people. And you can get them delivered, which is cool. And by the time you listen to this podcast, you can get them delivered for Valentine's Day. So basically, we're saving you any time and thought put into any valentine's day gift like this i think is the perfect gift yeah perfect for me is really is that what you're gonna do i well you, yeah put no thought and time into it i'm 100 percent Just... doing it now <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> no but they're so every cupcake is so bite-sized and you don't feel like really full after them you can get tommy's been on a gluten-free kick you can get gluten-free and also the ingredients are so delicious she makes it with like legit stuff. There's Hershey's fudge. There's Oreo cookies, which I know are. I love Oreo. You love Oreo, and they're I'm a on big the Nabisco mint, guy. The green mint. Mint green. Yeah, oh mint god, chocolate. those were so good. Um, and another thing, real, I'm real strawberries. There was one with real strawberries. Ooh, the in strawberry it. and cream ones. Mm. Oh god, wait. Okay, I want to know for Valentine's Day flavors. There was the red velvet. 
There was strawberry, which was made with real strawberries and buttery streusel, vanilla cream, and milk chocolate. Which ones were your favorite? I told you, man. I'm a red velvet guy all the way. I love the red velvet. I know. I really, I want to like pick the opposite from you, but like they were my favorite too. I love mm. the red velvet. What about, I love the tie-dye bite-sized cupcakes because they were so colorful and pretty and I took a lot of pictures with them for Instagram. So there's that. Yeah, you can see them online. I know. Pictures. I took pictures with all I the cupcakes. I think it's just a great gift. It's a great gift. They're, they're honestly delicious. No, and another great thing about them is that they ship nationwide. If you are in Manhattan or New York, you can get same-day delivery or free in-store pickup. They also offer one-day or two-day shipping, and you can order ahead of time. All you have to do is pick your delivery date. Um, quick note for you guys, the last day for standard shipping nationally for Valentine's Day is February 12th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. So honestly, I would pause this podcast and just order them online right now because you'll hear Danny talk about how amazing the cupcakes are. Tommy, you've really been obsessing with them. them. Um, Danny actually texted me after we podcasted and was like, yo, for real, um, what's your promo code? I need to order these for people. Like, they're that good. What is the promo code? Uh, The promo code is Jersey, so it's capital J-E-R-S-E-Y, and you can get 15% off. How awesome is that? I, I don't think I've ever bought a Valentine's Day present and gotten anything off you know right have you i just say no just say no no right um but you could send your loved ones you could send friends i i kind of want to send we have some cousins that are away at college i feel like that's a good college like valentine's day thing to do um and all you have to do is go to bakedbymelissa.com slash jersey today sign up and use the promo code jersey j-e-r-s-e-y and you can get 15 percent off your next order. It's awesome. It's a special offer exclusively for the meatballs, my podcast listeners. So make sure you take advantage of this. It's 15% off at bakedbymelissa.com slash jersey. Use the promo code jersey. It's so easy. They're perfect. They're bite size. And you can have one in every flavor. It's so curated and awesome. And I'm going to be posting all the pictures that I took in front of our ring light, which you happen to so brilliantly have ordered mm, before yep. Christmas. I really appreciate that. Um, pimp yourself out, Tommy Caprio, because we got to get to Danny Pellegrino. Let's, Let's go to Danny to- at Tommy Caprio on Twitter uh, at unsolicited the uh, the unsolicited three for the unsolicited podcast, which should be coming soon. Other than that, enjoy the interview and the cupcakes. All the cupcakes. All of them. All the bite-sized little. Mm, except save save your loved one a peanut butter one. I know. Peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> Don't such be a like... dick. Again, um, thank you for being here in bed. <laughs> Thanks. I'm go- now I'm going to roll over and go to sleep. <laughs> no. Okay, good night. Good night. Um, all right, meatballs. Please, please, please review, rate, subscribe, share with your friends. I love hearing from you. And I love my guest this week. I know you're going to love him. Have so much fun with the pod and enjoy Danny Pellegrino. Meatballs, this is a big day here on What's Your Jersey podcast. I um, I feel like my guest this week is a spirit animal that I never met. Um, we're 
pretty obsessed with many of the same things. Uh, and I feel like this is going to be a huge treat for you. And I'm not saying that because we have Baked by Melissa treats waiting for us that we're going to taste on air later. <laughs> That's going to be a treat for me. I'm excited about that. I know. You're getting like all the cupcakes <laughs> and some of them are gluten-free. I just moved closer so I could get a better look at them. It <laughs> <laughs> was a tie-dye one that I cannot wait to bite into. Um, yeah, I'm not just saying that because we have cupcakes sitting next to us. It's such a treat because you guys know if you listen I talk a lot about sports I talk a lot about where my guests are from and their journey and how they got to where they are and I it gets kind of deep and dark we might get deep we might get dark but we're gonna open the floodgates we're gonna talk all things pop culture we're gonna talk the hills Ledoux Vanderpump Rules the Real Housewives for Ran Chise. We're going to talk Jersey Shore. We're going to uh, talk Vegas residencies. <laughs> I, I am like, so, I'm sweating. I'm wet right now. I'm like so excited. You're saying all the, all the words that I love the most. <laughs> Vegas residency. Uh, I can. Uh, I'm in yes, heaven. Exactly. And we're going to play a lot of really fun games. Um, guys, he's the host of the Everything Iconic podcast, an author, comedian, writer, content creator. You've done a lot of cool shit. You've worked for BuzzFeed, Cosmos. Us Weekly, Comedy Central, World of Wonder, E! Entertainment, Tonight, I just put them together. No. And I would also say, I didn't work for them, but I contributed. Like they, Thank you. Yeah. That's no, why you're yeah, here. Yeah. You're no. so contributing. <laughs> I should have just taken it. I should have been like, yes, I worked for every one of those companies. <laughs> I'm employed by all of them. My bill will be in the mail, Jacqueline. Everyone, that angel voice is Danny Pellegrino. Hello. Hi, Jacqueline. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh. And again, you were mentioning all of my favorite things. Yeah. And so I apologize in, for, in advance for your listeners that like to talk about sports because I'm not that person. <laughs> I could, you know, maybe rattle off a few sports terms in regards to housewives, but yes. that's about as like far as I go. Like horse neck tackle. I feel like that happened at the baby shower at one point this week. Right. right. There was definitely a tackle there, there for sure. There was a few tackles, yes. I feel like. I feel like someone should have tackled Ramona before she fell off a uh, table. Ramona almost tumbled completely over. I was very worried for her, but luckily she survived. I wasn't into- shocked. <laughs> I, I was like, there it is. I know none of those women. I mean, the I, I would think all their equilibriums would be off because they were drinking so much. Like it seemed from what I heard, there was Vanderpump Rosé flowing. Oh. And so, I, yeah, I was surprised they all made it out of their life. I honestly feel like their equilibrium is off if they don't mm-hmm. have the Rosé flowing. So I feel like they were all very aware. Right. You know? I feel like every single one of them is at all times like one pill deep. Like, I'm <laughs> Not sure what that pill is, but I feel like every one of them must have some sort of like, whether it be a medication or just a fun pill they find in their car. I They're love that. I mean, it's always deep. a good day when you find that extra little pill waiting for you. You're like, ooh, look What's at this that? bee. What's that? I was so tempted to say, welcome to the podcast, Danny Pellegrino. 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 <laughs> oh, yes. that's better. I used to, um, I used to work at this like members only golf club in New Jersey. Okay. Like the kind where you have to sign an NDA and not talk about anyone yeah whatever um like i used to wait on like a rod and joe pesci and like all the mobs now you're like, now you said it now, now i said it, it. <laughs> i know oh see me i hope you're listening um and there was a woman she was one of the members wives and she she literally before bethany frankel was bethany frankel picture like the italian bethany frankel sure. and every day she'd come in and she'd go hi um i 
I'd really love a Campari and soda or Pellegrino. And then she'd go back to her regular right. voice. And we were all like, what just happened to you? Like Lady Gaga, when she's winning awards right now, she was just, she just won something. I don't know if it was the Golden Globe or whatever, but she's like, she's like, I'm a, a girl from the family of the Germanatos. <laughs> she said her, like, she said her last happen? name. I was like, whoa, what is going on? Like, when did that accent come about? Like, she just said, Germanatos. And it was like, huh? her whole voice changed. It was like, what are you doing, Gaga? But I loved it you should do it now um also speaking you mentioned joe pesci joe pesci and i was on your instagram and you were posting something about my cousin Vinny, which is one of my all-time favorite movies (gasps) oh my god we could do the scenes together oh we totally could i mean i i have the scripts in the office we should reenact all of it but like (laughs) my favorite is when marissa told me when she's like imagine you're a little deer you go up and you put your little deer lips and then bam a fucking bullet through <laughs> I can't do it right now I didn't have a prepared you fuck what the motherfucker <laughs> what the son of a bitch who shot you was wearing, wearing. Uh, the oh best. my god the best we could, I just I had know. to do the scene where they're like he's like is that a drip I hear and I, I wish I could remember it now but I had to like memorize like all of that torque talk everything Uh, it was a lot it's so good and speaking of italian accent like marissa tomei and that is flawless perfect amazing and she won the academy award of course for it but there were like these rumors at the time that it was an accident like she wasn't supposed to win totally moonlighted her and it's like so fucked up because she gives the best performance and it's so memorable and anyway justice for marissa tomei Where, where I was thinking. I think we should walk around West Hollywood with that sign. <laughs> I do. I literally, like, there are times where I'm at the grocery store and I'm like, you know what? Marissa Tomei's good. Like, I'm telling the guy at the checkout counter, like, I need, people need to know. <laughs> Anyone that's willing to listen, I'll tell that yeah. Marissa Tomei's amazing. Marissa, by the way, Marissa Tomei's amazing. Yeah. Uh, do amazing. you guys know that? She's amazing. She's stunning looking. Everything she does, she's good at. She's a national treasure. She truly is. I mean, where are you, Marissa? Let's get her on the podcast. <laughs> My goal is to have Marissa Tomei, Drea De Mateo, and like Edie Falco on the couch. Oh my god! Oh my god! Invite me over if that, if and when that happens. You got it. I need to be there. Like I would be, I would be even down for like a Jamie Lynn Sigler sure. or you know a Snooki or, or Stephanie Germanotto. Germanotto. <laughs> I love that you brought up Lady Gaga. I like to call her Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga. Yes, she's a wonderful. It's very special. She's, You're wonderful. She's doing the most right now. This whole awards press tour, she's doing the absolute most. And just last week, she was in Las Vegas at a residency. Bradley Cooper performed on stage. Did you see Can that? Can we talk about that? It was so weird. Jack it was. It, I was like. It's so cringy, right? She was like at his lap, like uh, looking up at him while he was singing. It was like, what the fuck is going on? Can I, I can swear here. You could do whatever the fuck you want. Fuck. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) No, I have like a thing. Like, it's weird. Like there's a Bradley Cooper bobblehead doll right there. Oh my God. (gasps) Like I used to be so obsessed. My friends would, they got me a shirt that said Mrs. Cooper. Like it was a whole thing. Wait. So what do you think of this? Because first of all, isn't he with someone right now? Yeah. Irina, his baby mama. Okay. So what do you think she's thinking? Like when. Stephanie Germanata <laughs> or Lady Gaga, whatever you like to call her, is at her, on her knees, like in front of him on stage, like weeping, looking up at him, singing. And he's not singing that good. Like I know he's a good director or whatever, but it wasn't like he was given some vocal performance. It was so awkward to watch. It's so uncomfortable. And like I'm a fan. Me and too. I, I love her. I hope I'm not sounding like I hate Lady Gaga. No, we love her. She's Gold's guest, and yeah, she's but amazing. It was just really, and I know they're practicing for the Oscars. Yeah. Like, but I think it's the funny thing, like as comics, I go to like an open mic at like Burt's back room on Melrose, <laughs> but Bradley Cooper, his open mic is the Enigma tour Ugh, I know. in Vegas. I know. 
it's, it's a lot but he you could he it was like kind of off key like i feel like he's very comfortable in the studio sure sure well and he's not a singer he doesn't have to sing good like no. but it was just the weirdness of looking at her looking up at, as if she was saying god sing for the first time or something it was like what is going on like is it an act or is I think it, it i would i don't know there's i mean she does that kind of thing a lot and i love it 90 99% of the time i really love it because also she gives us like drama and weirdness and it's gives she gives us something to talk about like mm-hmm. she's interesting to look at even when she's being weird like that it's like at least she's giving us something to talk about you know? Yeah, she's really serving us some Bonnie Rate. <laughs> no, <she laughs> so really great. Is. Did you see Britney's something to talk about performance? Of course. I'm gay. Duh. <laughs> I <Hello>. am gay. <laughs> I saw it immediately and I saved it to my phone. Uh, yeah. I'm just proud of her for singing live. I know. It you always know? was good. Around the holidays, she was doing it a lot. I mean, it was like filtered singing live. So it was like through like a cat voice on Instagram, but she was still sort of singing live. <laughs> her Instagram gives me life. So good. I started sending it. I think I did an episode of Be Here for a while, probably two years ago with Rachel O'Brien. And I convinced her. I was like, you need to start following her. And yeah. I think the title is like Britney Spears's Instagram. <laughs> it's so good. And you're missing out in life if you're not following it. 100%. I will also say that Lindsay Lohan, if you're not following her, I feel like she's giving us a lot of Britney vibes on her Instagram lately. Do you think that's on purpose? I don't know. It's just there's a lot of weirdness going on, and it's there's some shades of Britney going on there. Although I actually think like Britney's is a little more, um, God, what's the word? Uh, stable. <laughs> I don't know. It's like there's Britney's In the is same a little, sentence. Wow. Brit- yeah, Britney's <laughs> is like more ins- or aspirational or something. Like Lindsay's a little darker, I would say. Yeah, Lindsay is a little. But darker. Lindsay's darker in general. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I feel about like the dark hair and the red lip and the really pale face right now that she's serving us. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. Are you watching her show? I've watched, I, like, I think I was like in a wine-induced coma when I watched the first episode. That's the best way to watch. Right? Yeah. But I keep hearing about her shooting people in the face with a champagne gun. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm intrigued. <laughs> it's really batshit bizarre and I love it. I'm recapping it on my show right now and so I'm like watching the episodes and like taking notes and stuff and when you do it in that way it's like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I feel like I keep saying that about all of our celebrities like what the fuck is going on? But I'm watching it and it's like there's random scenes where Lindsay's like referencing Putin and then she name drops Oprah a bunch of times and then yeah she's got a champagne gun and she's shooting them with her she's shooting her employees with champagne and they don't want to be shot with the champagne they're like the girls are like we just did our hair and she's like get in a line and she's like shooting them it's like very she's weird. like a sorority bitch she <laughs> she's like line she, up and also like she's we, also them. sort of a madame because she makes them like hook up with the VIP clients or encourages it rather rather oh which is very bizarre there's no She's explanation. She's like the Heidi place of Mykonos. <laughs> she is. She is. It's like so every episode, one of the VIP hosts or ambassadors, as she calls them, oh, is encouraged to hook up with like a VIP client guest. Do you think Lisa Vanderpump did that in the beginning of Sir? <laughs> That's what I, I don't do. see that. No, I feel I like if that. anything, like Lisa, the one thing she's allergic to is sex. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't like the sex stuff. She's like, yeah. no, do it. Just be a bitch. Exactly. <laughs> just be a bitch <laughs> and look really hot and you're going to be fine. Um, I thought a fun way to start off, we'll do like the fire rapid question round at first and then we're going to do oh, some yeah. just enough sports but don't worry. Uh oh, like, that's I a wrap on Danny. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you okay. for being here, Danny. But agree, you know. Of course. <laughs> okay. So just so the meatballs can get to know you, we want to know what. Who do you like better, 
Gwen Stefani or Christina Aguilera? Christina, for sure. Oh. Yeah. So are you having all the feels about her residency that was just announced today? I'm very excited, although Christina did shade Vegas residencies a while back, Mm -hmm. which I don't think is fair now that she's getting a residency, or it upsets me a little bit. But I do love Christina. I do think her last album was better than people gave it credit for, her newest one. And, like, literally no one bought it. I think I was the only one. You bought it? I bought it, yeah. There was Name like a one song on it. Pipe. That's the one I really love. It's, it's, <laughs> Accelerate was kind of good, too, but Pipe was is, like, a legit really good song. I encourage everyone to go listen to it. Everyone listen to Pipe. It's, like, a sexy song. Like, if you want to hook up with someone, like, play Pipe. Um, but Gwen Stefani's kind of on my shit list lately. Why? I don't know. <laughs> sometimes I don't oh, have boy. a lot of reasons. I just, you know how you turn on people sometimes? You don't have much of a reason. I can't. Like, I think when she got it with Blake Shelton, it was like something about it. Just I was like, okay, you know, I don't know what it was. And I feel bad for saying that, but I just turned no, on No, I, I could totally say that. I yeah. don't care if they get married or have the yeah. baby. I want to see what she's going to wear. That might be right. it. And I feel like the whole thing distracted her from what I loved her for, which was her music. And then she started coming out with like just Christmas music. And it's like, I would like her to come out with more music like she was doing yeah it's like she did the christmas album two years in a row she like re-released it as a deluxe album and it's too much for me do you ever go for like a gwen stefani no doubt song when you're karaokeing um me not really not your jam i'll be honest no (laughs) i do like a lot of her old stuff though i love no doubt and i love i mean cool was one of her solo songs i love 4am i love yeah, I love a lot of her older stuff. All right, so we're not like hating on. Gwen. No, I'm not hating on her. Just I just miss- turned on her for no reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you, you're allowed. It's your world. Yes. We're all just living in it. Okay. Um, what do you think? Also, is- though, real. I'm going to be the worst guest because I'm going to keep making. No, please, please. Everyone wants to know everything. I you have to feel say. that Christina Aguilera is very talented, and people as a whole have turned on her because she kind of gives off an attitude sometimes, and I think that. I feel like she's been punished enough where it's like people were like, we're not buying your music. I think she got fired from the voice, although it was told to us that she was stepping away from the voice. I think she really got fired. Cause really? yeah, I may have heard that, but why do you think she got fired? I think that she was kind of unlikable on the voice. And I think they wanted some one in that chair who was going to be like a fun, you know, nice person. And she kind of gave off a, a bitchy vibe and in a way that I loved like I thought it, I think Christina's very in control of how she it, how she feels and how she wants to be and I think she does come across as as maybe that stereotypical bitch or whatever I don't know if that's a, the right term to use and I'm sorry if it's inappropriate diva, diva. Uh, but it, I actually think it's just because she's kind of in con- I don't know she knows what she's talking she about she's she so fucking and talented and she knows she that is. she owns yeah. it yeah. she wants to take t- she takes time off you know, <laughs> changes her mind. Right. Now she's she's going to be in Vegas when she was like, fuck Vegas. That's for losers. Six yeah, years ago. yeah I know she did do that. She really did. And by the way, I've never stuck up for Christina before. All of us. I'm just feeling it today. I love <laughs> it. You know, my, I, I know you just went to the Kelly Clarkson concert <gasps> I and did. I want to talk about that. Oh my God, yes. One of my favorite concerts. It was the Christina and Justin, the Justified Strip, Strip Tour. tour. Yeah. Did you see that? I did not see that tour, but I'm very well aware of it. I They're... remember the imagery from the posters. And stuff. <laughs> the I remember black the and white Stone dreads. Yeah. <laughs> there was a number, and it's one of the most memorable numbers in Epic, and I can't remember the name of the song that she did, but she just she did it with a fedora and just like 
it was like a Bob Fosse <laughs> chair and it was so hot and there was like one male dancer on the stage and there was just smoke and I'm thinking of a Kelly Clarkson song so I, I can't remember. <laughs> what Kelly Clarkson song are you thinking of? I'm thinking of the it's like you're a drug. Addicted. Yes. Yeah. It's a similar vibe. Okay. And okay. I, it'll make me mad in an hour when Maybe I we'll figure it out. think of it. But yeah. No. Christina I think it's going to be good. I want her to bring back her dirty days. I want yeah. all of that. I know. From this residency. Me too. I think the residency will be good for her because she'll just do the hits. No, I think it'll be great. She hasn't had a hit in a very long time, so I would like her to get a hit. That's okay. It's not happening. (laughs) Whatever. Um, What do you think is the best Britney choreography you've ever seen? Uh, Okay. Well, I know you love Britney and I love Britney too. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, I mean, Slave for You has a special place in my heart in terms of choreography. Just because, like, I felt like that was the first time where I was watching her and just, like, in total amazement of the choreography. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I'd always appreciated it as, like, a young, closeted gay boy, but it was, like, Slave for You, seeing it for the first time lined up with kind of I, my appreciation for her, if that makes sense. There was nothing like it. Yeah. It was... Per- oh, how about you? What do you... Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it was the perfect storm of her perfect body. Yeah. And her, like, having that confident, like, just owning so it. So sexy. It was so sexy. And the other... Up until then, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, oops, I did it again. Iconic choreography. Amazing. But it was... She was still, like, a young girl dancing. Yeah. Right? And it Slave for You, it was like, I'm a sexy woman. Here I come. And it's not the most difficult choreography she's done. There's a lot of her. Oh, God. My boyfriend was like an intern or, or a PA or something on the um, that video, on the Slave For You video. What? Yeah. Was he he tells me about it. He said it, she was so, he's done. Yeah, he's done. He was worked for MTV at the time. So I don't know if he was. I, it, he was with MTV at the time, but he would do all those making of the videos. So he tells me like from back in the day, like who was like nice. And he always said Britney was just the nicest. Really? Yeah. I we've had Sarah Mitchell, who's one of her lead dancers in the Vegas show, on a few times, and she has some really fun stories really? about Britney. Yeah, like nice, nice stories, like good stories, but like stories like she likes things a certain way, and like she's only allowed to control certain things, and yeah. you know, yeah, I, it makes me feel a little sad for Brit. Yeah, Brit, Brit. Yeah. Um, but I mean, whatever. I I still think she's an icon. It's yeah. slave it is for you, is. though. I mean, that choreography is amazing. Oh God! Um, what do you like better, Justin and Brittany or Justin and Jessica? Uh, oh, like Justin and Brittany or Justin and Jessica? Uh, <laughs> I hate that. You. <laughs> Literally, I hear the word Jessica, and I'm like Jessica Simpson. Simpson I <laughs> That's know. like I'm so fucked up. <laughs> uh, ju- definitely Justin and Brittany. I don't. I'm not a Justin fan. I don't really love Justin at really? all. Really? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that whole Janet Jackson thing. I don't like the way he handled it, and I've never recovered from that. I, like, yeah. I, I thought, and I really hated his halftime show last year. Me too. Yeah, I didn't. Think so it was you great. watched it. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch sports. the sport. I'll put the sports ball on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch it in ten. You know who's playing in the Super Bowl this year? Um, isn't L- L.A. is playing the it Rams? Is. And, Did um, you only know that because Trader Joe's has go Rams outside no. the store? <laughs> no, I only know that because somebody recently asked me, and I was like, I don't fucking know. And they were like, Well, they're fr- one of the teams is L.A. You live in L.A., and I was like, Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So I was already schooled on this before, the but whole- I don't know the other team. The Patriots. I do know that there's a Carrie Bradshaw commercial airing during the Super Bowl. Yeah. And it already here first. What? (laughs) It's already online. You could watch it. God damn it. It's like a Stella Artois. And it's it's is it like Carrie Bradshaw or is it like 
it's Sarah her. Jessica Parker. It's Sarah Jessica Parker as Curry Bradshaw. And then you know that guy, you know Jeff Bridges as the dude? Yeah. He So, like, they both go to a bar. It's cute. It's like a little tiny little 30-second thing, but it's cute. Which Sex and the City character would you be? Oh, a Charlotte, for sure. You're a Charlotte? Yeah, I'm a Charlotte. What about that. you? Um, I feel like I'm a charlotte Carey combo. Interesting. More, actually, I feel like I'm more of Mr. Big. Mm, why? Mm. I don't know. I just, just I like old it. school stuff. I, yeah. I could sit and listen to Sinatra. I like Rayo's and, you know, Il Molino. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. I love a good sharp suit. I could see that. Yeah. A suit moment. I feel like if I ever get married, there will be a white suit involved. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and Carrie wore a suit in the second movie, too. You, I mean, Carrie, <laughs> Carrie did the suit look. Nice. So it's like a Carrie Big combo. Yeah. I'm wrong. Not Carrie Charlotte. Big. Okay. Carrie Big. Yes. Um, who's your favorite comedian? Oh, gosh. I love... Um, I love so many. I'm trying to think. You know, the first person that came to mind when this is, people are going to groan, but the first person that came to mind was Ellen, and I hated Ellen's most recent stand-up special. Mm. I thought it was terrible, but I love her older stand-up specials um, from back in the day. And who else? I love, I mean, I love so many comedians. I see you have Amy Poehler's book there. She's more sketch. But in terms of that, I love, like, Maya Rudolph, I think is one of the most brilliant comedians we I've ever seen. Like, I yeah. think she could do everything and anything. Tina Fey, um... I have so this many here. I like to just keep them around me at all times. So if there's like a fun, oh, I mean, look at those. Two. I know they're just, it's a Tina Fey, Amy Puller moment happening. I feel like, I mean, as a gay man, but also as someone who grew up when SNL had this like female Renaissance on the show, <sighs> it was like, I grew up watching Molly Shannon, Sherry O'Terry, uh, Maya Rudolph, Rachel Dratch on a gas tire, like that crew. And so I feel like I've always just, uh, kind of, been drawn to female comedians more than men. I don't know. I'm trying, cause I'm trying to think of like what male comedians do I like? And I can't even think of any, I can relate to the Ellen thing. I used to stay up late at night when I was a kid and watch her HBO specials. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what I, that's, I remember watching it late at night on HBO and yeah. I, I thought it was the funniest thing. Oh my God. Yeah. Her playing a game of tag on the street. Oh, that joke. So oh, it's that, so good. The, she has, I think two specials from before the talk show or, or maybe one of them was like right after she got the talk show. But they're so I, – I thought they were perfect. And I haven't watched them in a while, so maybe, you know, I'm older and they've aged or something. But I remember just loving them. And then I watched – she just had one come out a month ago. And I watched it and I was so disappointed. I was packing for Jersey when I watched it. And I feel like I need to rewatch it because I wasn't really paying attention. There were yeah. certain things I, – I mean, yeah, I think I get the whole thing about her being, like, so rich and not relatable and whatnot. I don't know. Yeah. I think maybe. Do you think she's yeah. going to keep the talk show going? Or I don't know. I there was like a really interesting New York. I think it was New York Times piece on her, and it sounded like it sounded like she's not sure if she's going to keep it going. Um, I, I would be curious. I don't know. You know, even in the New York Times thing, it's like she's got this reputation for not being very nice, and I'm sure you know from just being in the area and stuff. Yeah. You hear things and. I, you know what's funny? I always hear stuff about Chelsea Handler, and she's never been anything but nice to me. Oh, so there you go. So it's I feel like you just have to have your own experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and maybe it's because my parents are from the same town, and like they went to high school with her brother, whatever. With Chelsea? Yeah. yeah. Livingston, New Jersey. What, what? <laughs> I used to, I mean, speaking of her back, I, I was a, really into Chelsea Handler's stuff for a long time. Like, Around the early Chelsea late, lately years, I was like really obsessed with her books and everything. Oh, yeah. yeah she's All so right. funny. Yeah. yeah. Good for Chelsea. I liked her talk show on Netflix, too. I felt like it got canceled too soon. I think talk shows are really hard to do as like a binge watch thing. Totally. I feel like you, like I watch Daily Pop every day. I know it's on at 12 o'clock. 
I would love to say I'm like out auditioning and I'm never home for it, <laughs> but it's usually when I get back from the gym. It's yeah. what I did today when I was cleaning up for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would much rather watch a talk show on TV than binge watch a talk show. Right, right. Have you watched Busy Tonight? I did. I watched like the first, I watched maybe I two episodes I've seen. And I don't like it, but yeah. Uh, I, I think she's so likable and everything. There were just a lot of awkward things that I felt were kind of forced by, I don't know, maybe the network or, or whatever, like the singing bits. And I'm not sure if they'll lose certain things from the episodes I saw, but they, I, I think she's best when she was just on the couch talking to someone. Right? Yeah. Um, what would your talk show be like when you get one? Oh my God. Well, I would love to do a show like <laughs> the Rosie O'Donnell talk show. Yes. Do you remember that from like the nineties? Like when of we were course. growing up, I, I'm obsessed with that and I talk about it all the time because I that made me want to like be in this industry and I was so in love with the fact that Rosie was obsessed with pop culture uh-huh. in such a relatable way and again I've, I feel like I've said this a million times but I feel like that's the difference between Ellen and Rosie people compare them a lot Ellen talks to people as if they're her peers like when she's interviewing Oprah it feels like they're peers they're friends but Rosie when she would interview someone like Barbara Streisand or Bette Midler or or Tom Cruise whoever she loved she was interviewing them as a fan Mm -hmm. she like you could tell she loved those things I mean she had Mary Tyler Moore on and she was able to like remember every fact from the Mary Tyler Moore show like insane facts and you could tell she was just a huge fan and I'm a huge fan of pop culture like I love it all and so I I think that's what's missing Andy Cohen does it a little bit yeah um, but he's 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 a little more sarcastic and and everything but I I just think that spot is missing on TV for someone who just unabashedly loves pop culture and is celebrating the things that they love and not not going about it as like a making fun of it kind of way but like too cool for school kind of a way exactly Yeah. yeah like lean into it lean into it i used to love how her desk would just be all the little trinkets she loved little like, figures and she had a soundboard exactly like, yes. tommy can you hear me like it's my favorite thing <laughs> so, what would your like go to <laughs> <laughs> i have like a lot i actually play them on my podcast i'll play like little sound bites all They're the time so good and i like to put them in but uh, my favorite one is uh lisa kudrow from the comeback did you ever watch that yes she's like i don't want to see that so that's one of my favorites. Or I like a lot of like Housewives uh, sound clips. So I love Camille Grammer being like, but now we said it. Or uh, Taylor Armstrong being like, enough, enough. So, so I like a house. I would love, I, if I had my own talk show, it would be like all Housewives sound bites. That would be your soundboard. It's <laughs> yeah. great. No, I feel like Andy, has Andy Cohen had you on anything yet? No, no, no. All right. I just had his assistant on my show. Though. I loved Dear. that episode. She's so great. She yeah, seems she really great. cool. Yeah, she's just really cool. In it to win it. Like, just really awesome. You guys should listen to the episode. Uh, speaking of Andy Cohen, what's your favorite thing about him? I, you know, I mean, going back to the pop culture thing, I do think Andy is uh, invested in the pop culture and he under, he knows it and understands it. And so you can see that when he has people on his show. I, I, I don't mean like I was I hope I didn't sound like I was bashing him because I, I think he just skews a little more sarcastic than Rosie did. Rosie was just like so like lovable at, at the time, which then when she went to The View, she was much more political and stuff. Yeah. I feel like I'm talking a mile a minute. I had like a sip of Red Bull and I told you before I took a sip of it, I was like, watch out. It's good. We have a lot of content to get through. Okay. Oh my God. Um, um, but yeah. Who's your favorite housewife? Ramona's my favorite to watch, but she's of course a monster. Like Huge monster. Recognize that. I don't want to meet her. I don't, I don't need she's to be around terrifying. her. She's terrifying. Right. Yeah. I feel like she's so fun to watch, but I don't want to come to the party. Right, exactly. Right. I want to watch her forever, 
And I think out of all the housewives, I feel like she gives us the most housewifery. Like she she does all the things that we love out of a housewife. But she's not someone that I would need in my life. I feel like I just watched the trailer for New York. Oh, so good. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. I I really hope. Did Sonia's face really hit a table? Did she really face plant? Was <laughs> that ambulance like really for her? I don't know. I mean, they trick us with those ambulance sounds a lot of times on really trailers. Do. Yeah. No, but Ramona seems like she's getting a lot of hot guys in her life. Yeah, I know. And good for her. I love New York as my favorite franchise, and I think Me too. what I love most about it is that they are women of a certain age talking openly about sexuality, and they're dating, and they're hooking up with guys. And it's like, where else on TV are we seeing that with women over 50 years old? Well, that's what I listened to a little bit of your recap of the baby shower. Oh, yeah. The yeah. epic Andy Cohen uh, baby shower baby this weekend that everyone served us. Although this is coming out next Monday. So last weekend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I feel like a lot of people were hating on them and right. talking shit about them. And it's like, who cares? They were living their I best know, let lives. Let them have a fucking good time. They weren't hurting anyone. They like no one was they didn't have to drive. No one was driving drunk or anything. And, you know, I posted about it online and people were telling me like, oh, this person looks like they're obviously on drugs or like they're too old to be doing that. Or what would their kids think? What would their husband think? I'm like, it was a bunch of women together with some gay men. Like there weren't, there was maybe like two straight men there, but it was like just women having fun. It was innocent fun. And I don't know. I just thought, let them have a good fucking time. I feel like everyone should have an Andy Cohen baby shower party now. Oh, yeah. Like totally. every girl and her girlfriends needs to dance on a table somewhere. I feel like we're going to see all these stories popping up where the girls just at Olive Garden are just like, get oh on the God, table, I bitch. Hope so. I hope so. And then I, I hope to be invited to every one of those parties. Like I, I would know. love it. And also Lisa Renna needs to be at every one of those parties just yelling people, get on the fucking table and fucking dance because he paid for your life. He paid for your life. <laughs> get on the fucking table. She was like, NeNe Leakes, get on the fucking table. Ramona Singer, dance on that fucking table. She was, she was throwing the fucks around that day. It was just there, like, there was a lot of fucks. Yeah, it was uh, a lot. Lived. <laughs> it was. She looked when she bent over her butt in that satin jumpsuit. <laughs> what? And then I she, I, she almost lost it. She did the side. <laughs> ki- I, I demonstrated. It was like a slow side <laughs> kick too. It was <laughs> really. She used her core. She like lost it. Yeah, you're a, a, an exercise professional. Was it a kick or was it just like a stretch or Pilates or something? It was definitely like a grand jeté. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a very slow. It was. I wish you guys could see Danny and I doing it. Yeah, I'm doing it. I, yeah. I always feel like what's that um, joyologist from SNL, Molly Shannon, oh. when she would, she would like put her leg up. What did she say? Do you know what I'm talking about? I know right? what you're talking about. I can't remember. She was always so happy. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Her. The, now I'm thinking of Kristen Wiig when she feel like I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love Kristen Wiig. Oh my god, we were doing scenes from Bridesmaids in class yesterday, and it was everything. Oh, the best. You've been in acting class before. I have too yeah. many to count. Right? I feel like <laughs> I haven't in a long time though, like in a while. But I I have taken my fair share since living in it's California. Like you, you're supposed to if you move to Los yeah. Angeles, right? Yeah, that's what you do for sure. What's um, your favorite out of all of them? Do you have any faves? My favorite. I have a favorite acting class from New York, which I've talked about on the podcast. What is that? Um, I was at Studio Dante, which was owned by Michael Imperioli. And he, <clears throat> it was like the last two years of The Sopranos. So they were all our acting teachers. Oh my God, that's amazing. It was all, everything. Yeah. 
And now I'm really jealous because there's a Sopranos movie already in the works and I feel like I missed the boat. I didn't know what was happening. What? Yeah. Where were the auditions? I know. I How didn't do hear I about it either. It? Yeah. Why didn't they call know. us? I don't know. Pellegrino and Marfugi know. weren't where's invited to calls? audition. Where, where's our roles? David we should, You know what? We shouldn't even have to audition. They should just give us the roles. Right? <laughs> just like, like straight to producers. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I feel like that was my favorite. Although I'm in a really good class right now. It kind of reminds me of Inside the Actor's Studio. It's called The Studio. Mm. LA and it's very just you're in a theater there's lighting there's a set so like you really feel like you're doing like legit work you have mm. to rehearse which I I don't love having to rehearse for like 20 hours outside of class because who's it's got time lot. for that it's, it's a, a lot. lot I mostly did improv like so I was more improv sketch but of course I've taken some acting classes but the I, I spent way too much money on improv classes like I look back on it now I'm like what was I thinking they're so expensive <laughs> they're more expensive than all the other ones I know I and don't get it I had a great time but it was also like why did I spend thousands of dollars to pay someone who's in a Geico commercial teach me like, oh my god <laughs> did we have the same teacher I don't know who <laughs> I, I'm not even thinking of a specific person but probably and probably yeah I, I mean and I love the classes but it was like I did improv in Chicago and then I moved out here and I was doing it and it was like I, it was like 10 years of my life that I look back on like what the fuck was I thinking <laughs> right you yeah. could have like a fabulous new car know, you could own it, a house I could own a house I could have kids I could have a whole different life but, but you I, went to the groundlings but I did the groundlings classes <laughs> did you think you were going to be Lisa Kudrow <laughs> I like that's what I wanted yeah I loved Lisa Kudrow and that's what I had hoped for have you ever and met I did her? have a great time um doing all those improv classes but oh yeah uh, I did meet Lisa Kudrow once at, I did like the Paley Center. Do you, you know how they do oh, those? Yeah. They were doing one for the comeback, and I went and I met her and Michael Petra King like very, very briefly. Okay. Yeah. She's very. And just... She kind of skittish. She kind of skirted out of there really quick. But so weird that she didn't want to meet all these random people. Oh, no. And then I've seen her uh, once or twice at the Groundlings, but not like having a conversation with her. Not performing. But I've seen her there, like in the lobby once, and then I did see a show that she. I don't think she performed it, but she maybe presented or something. I don't know. It was years ago. My favorite groundling is Drew Drogi. Oh my God. Drew's the best, isn't he? Yeah. He's so funny. I am. Um, although. He, you know, when I moved here, he was the one who was running my groundlings audition. Like, he was like one of the first people I ever met in LA. Really? Yeah. That's so He's cool. Yeah. I feel like I've had a lot of friends that like took classes with him. I, he did not cast me in a show, but I auditioned for him a bunch of times. Him and they were doing Jersey Shoresicle. Oh and god. it was him and Daniel Francesi. 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 Oh my god! I, yeah, he was just on my show last week. He's so good. Yeah, yeah. And I had to go in for a bunch of auditions. And oh my god! Yeah, they really. I mean, I thought I, mean, I nailed. You should have gotten it, right? Yeah, I thought I nailed Sammy Sweetheart. Too? I do. You would make a perfect Sammy Sweetheart. I know. I've played her once in a series called Lost at Duh, Jersey Shore. Yeah. <sighs> And it was like a hybrid of the show Lost and Jersey Shore. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was really, it was a thing. Anyway. Ron, stop, uh, Ron. R.A. <laughs> stop, Ron. I can't do it. You traumatize me. <laughs> That's good. See, you Thank should have gotten you. it. I'm going to text Drew right after this and tell him what the fuck. Like, you really <laughs> fucked up with Jacqueline Marfuji. I know. That's cool. We, sh- we should have all three of you on the podcast together. I had Daniel on, so I mentioned I'm recapping the Lindsay Lohan show, so I had him on for a Lohan recap, because he worked with her on Mean Girls. Yeah. <laughs> the the epic Mean Girls, are you kidding me? Um, who's your favorite Vanderpump cast member? Oh, you know, I love watching them all. Kristen is maybe my favorite to watch. I love Kristen Doty, and I know people hate her, but like I have this weird like love for her. I think just think she's so fun to watch, and she does crazy shit on TV. But she I love really all has. of them. Uh, Ariana, I think, is really wonderful i know her a little bit outside and 
Yeah, I love. You all guys of them. went to Kelly Clarkson, you, Katie, and Ariana, didn't you? I did go. Yeah, with uh, to Kelly Clarkson and our friend, Lo- uh, friend Logan. I feel like Kelly Clarkson is one of those that you kind of forget about concert wise. A hundred percent. Like literally you're in the middle of the concert and she's playing breakaway or behind these hazel eyes or something. And it's like, you're transported back in time. It's just the most amazing thing. And she's got the most uh, phenomenal voice. Like, and you realize how many hits she has and she's still selling out the Staples center. Yeah. I mean, all these years later, she's the, I've seen Kelly in a concert a million times. And every time I go, it's like a religious experience. Um, I wanted to play with you how Vanderpump adjacent are you? Okay. So I feel like you're like in, like you're like Ariana, you're going to concerts with Ariana and Katie. Like you're... I, did, I never met Katie until that con. I had never met Katie. Okay. So I know Ariana, but I don't know. I had never met Katie. Katie's lovely. She's yeah. been on the podcast before and she's someone that I think is so much hotter in person. Like I feel like right. she gets a lot of shit. Yeah, totally. I Not just agree. from James Kennedy, but from like other yeah. people and in person, I'm just like, your body's incredible. Yeah. She looks really good and yeah. she was really sweet and fun and we had the most fun time. Like I really was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. And real hair. Yeah. I have a whole fake high oh, ponytail right now. Hell. No, her hair's real. Really? Yeah. I've, I've decided to rock the fake high Ariana like Grande it. pony because... I just got back from the gym and didn't have time to do the blowout. No, it looks good. And I feel like I keep seeing girls around town with it and I'm yeah. like trying it on. I like it. Thank you. Keep it's fun. It oh, <laughs> um, are there any other Vanderpump adjacent things you can say? Uh, I don't, um, nothing. I'm nothing too exciting. I wish I had something. I'm like trying to think, do I have any? <laughs> uh, I, I feel like living in West Hollywood. It's right. Just, We're around the same age and living. And then I've, I've had a lot of them on my show, on my podcast and, um, yeah. So I've I've gotten to meet most. I haven't met all of them, but I met a lot of them. And and then I did Sheena's show, her podcast. So I met her there. Uh, yeah. I don't know. They're all great. You know what? I will say that first of all, Ariana is so funny and kind. And I sometimes think like she doesn't come across that way on TV. Which I, of course, all these people are on a reality show. But she's some, like an icy blonde on the show. Yeah, that's what I. And I I think she's so such a warm person, and it just doesn't seem like that if you just watch the tv and then tom sandoval is like such a sweet sensitive soul which does come across like a little too much maybe a little too much right i I, I like love how in touch (laughs) with his like you know for a straight guy to be like so in touch with their emotions and stuff when i I first moved to hollywood we were in acting class together (gasps) oh my god we were at margie haver together and he i think he was dating one of my best friends at the time and that's not the, Kristen. Not Kristen. Oh. I think I feel like they were like on a break, maybe something. Um, and was he nice? He would cry in every. <laughs> See, that's him. That it's the best. That was like his go-to. He was so good at like the still close-up mm. with like the quivering lip and like an eyebrow and like a single tear. Like yeah. that was his thing. And our teacher was obsessed with him. Yeah. Like he's, he's like stunning looking like he has the most square jaw he's very pretty he's like very pretty yeah, yeah. no he yeah. yeah we were in the same acting class you just mentioned sheena i was represented by richie walls who is her manager wait the now. one who was on the tv show oh my he was god. just on the episode a couple episodes he was. ago <gasps> oh my god wasn't that the greatest scene she's oh. like i think i could play college and he's like I, we're thinking young mother <laughs> like what the fuck I died. someone needs to they added her to look so annoying and it's oh. so funny to me she's been like nothing but nice to me anytime i've yeah, met she's... her 
And she's like not as annoying and per- like on the show. Well, cause here I've like really studied cause I study the show Yeah, <laughs> and I've really figured it out. Like every time she has a scene, they'll literally cut from like some cast members making fun of her to her scene. So like when she was doing the bachelor thing, remember that bachelor date she had, yes. they were cutting from that date to Brittany, Katie and Stassi talking shit about that date or, uh, even uh, last week or a couple weeks ago when they were having the skating party, she was talking to James about how she fucked Adam. And then they would cut to James in his confessional being like, I don't care, Sheena. You know, like everything she does. She's the village it's idiot. It's so funny. Like the editors troll her so hard. It's so they bad. They just cut back. They literally, the, uh, they train us to think she's so <laughs> And I'm not saying she is or isn't. I'm just saying they literally make us But like, why that. does she tell everyone like the second she has sex? Like the second penetration happens and I don't even think it happens half the time. But like, what is that? Is that the editors? Is it her? I don't get it. <laughs> it's so funny. No. She's also like sort of on her own little show because she's doesn't seem it's like, like Sheena's she's, Island. Yeah. It's like so bizarre. And she wasn't even filming. She was in Vegas that whole time they were filming. Oh, and really? And so I don't know why they're like editing around it to make us believe that she's been there the whole time because she was doing that sex show in Vegas. Oh, God. Oh, Sheena. Yeah, that was rough. The whole headshot. I think she sounds like Hermit the Frog too Which I know is really mean Because in person it's not that bad I'm like something's wrong with her mic Something is making her voice sound like that Like she's actually a really pretty stunning person Like she looks like a doll on t- I'm like what? Stop it Stop it, stop it, stop it I don't get it's it It's so funny but with all of these shows It's like people have bad seasons And then they have a good season It's yeah. like they make them So I find it interesting that the guys For the most part on Vanderpump Rules Are always like the lovable ones Yeah. And then the girls are the ones who are like Season to season, they get edited to be either, like, the villains or whatever. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like this is Stassi's, like, homecoming queen, like, just renaissance season. Stassi is having such a good season. She's having a moment. Yeah. I really want to have her on to talk Rams and football things and Bo and more New Orleans things because we're going. Yeah, she's having a moment. I think she's coming on my show in a couple weeks. But we're trying to schedule it. I don't know if it's – it might not happen. She's great. But – I won't talk about a single thing about football. <laughs> I'm going to, I need to get into, I'm going to get in. I'm going to try to learn the Super Bowl. Before. Well, she got a bunch of hate on Twitter because she was rooting for the Rams and not the Saints. Oh. And she was like, fuck all of you. I didn't give a shit about football. And you can listen. She was on the podcast talking about it like a year and a half ago. Yeah. She did not care at all about football until she met Bo. So she's like, why would I, like, I'm going to root for the team that my boyfriend roots right. for. Like that's. And the one that she fell in love with the first. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So like, I get that. Yeah. I get having a home, but like my boyfriend's from You're New Jersey, team. but yeah. he likes the Dallas Cowboys. Like it is what it is. Yeah. That's okay. Know. Yeah. It's okay. And then more six degrees of Vanderpump. I, um, Tom Tom called me into bar 10. Oh I, my like, God. Did you bar? T- I do you? did. No. Oh my God. <laughs> so I work at Tom Tom. No, I um, answered a Craigslist ad and they didn't say what bar it was. Oh my God. And I got a voicemail and I was just like, I don't, uh, I know. You don't want to. I'd rather go there. Yeah. Yeah. I just rather. I've, I've been there like a couple, once or twice, twice. Mm-hmm. And it's nice. I like it the best out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah. It made me really happy. I just saw that Ariana did be here for a while with Rachel O'Brien and one of the last questions she asked her is do you think my stand-up's funny oh yeah because um, yeah. <laughs> I was they in like... that pretty inappropriate troupe with oh my god all of them and Ariana shit on it a lot and shit on oh my Rachel god, I, that <laughs> fight was so funny that whole <laughs> that whole storyline what was that do you remember on the beach oh. of course you must remember yeah yeah that whole beach thing which is all fl- flooding back to me right now mm-hmm. yeah 
that was I lived for that flight, especially uh, especially just from being in the comedy scene, like my like doing all the sketch comedy and stuff. It's such a like grossly relatable fight. It's because <laughs> comedy is serious. It is. Like, <laughs> I know. Oh, I loved it. it was, They've given us so much good TV. It was so it was so fun, and it was like Kristen was actually really good in all the sketches. Was she? Yeah, she really oh was, God. and she was really fun and really committed and down to play. And wait, I'm like can't even really remember the fight. Like, what was? Can you like refresh my memory? Something. Briefly? I mean, I can barely remember it too. It was. Was it like Ariana was the one who said, "I take it seriously." Is yeah, she, okay, she, I take okay. comedy seriously. Right. Okay, now I'm remembering. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, that it was a was lot, crazy. but and. So the, wait, is Rachel fun? It, like, I don't know Rachel. Is she? Yeah, she's funny. Okay. Because Rachel, I, forgive me, she's close with Stassi and... She's uh, close with Stassi okay. and Kristen and all them and whatnot. And, okay. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. And I I mean, I've had all them on the podcast and they were great. And I think they're talented and fun and funny. And I think they're really leaning into, like, their roles. And I love it. I think it's great that they're making the wine and just... Stassi has a book and Kristen has the t- like all these things I think that's yeah. what you should be doing if yeah, you're on yeah, a reality yeah. show like yeah. capitalize make the most of it make the most money while you can yeah, yeah. Brittany still watches stories and like like some of my stuff which I know is stupid to say but like I respect that I'm like yeah. okay anything I post about friends is a definitely oh my god yeah yeah so I never met Brittany before she's delightful I love your um impression of her saying <laughs> I am feel- I'm <laughs> I'm on the brim of freaking out <laughs> so good i am on the brim it's like the brim that's not, i don't even think that's a word it's probably not a word i'm engaged <laughs> oh, i love Brittany. it's so good i love uh, her yeah she is really good on the pod i have trouble when i have fights with people in my life like i can't deal with it if there's no resolution me like, either i hate it even like a day to day like if i get in a fight with my boyfriend or something i need to resolve it by the nighttime like i can't if i go to bed i won't sleep at night if i no. if it's not resolved and it's funny and this meatballs listening i don't know if this helps anyone but i feel like i've come on the other side of it where like i had a resolution with her there was another friend that we had just had a lot of misunderstandings and finally i was like we need to meet up and you don't realize what's weighing on you. Oh, yeah. And how much time you spend, like, spiraling about it or having that anxiety or anger. Or, and totally. it makes me upset now when there's people I see that aren't talking to certain people. And I'm like, just fucking talk to them. Like, get it out. Yeah, like, get it over Hash with. it out. Yeah, hash get it dirty out. with each other. Um, I will also say, like, you mentioned that anxiety or thinking, overthinking things and, and it weighing on you. And I had some friendships of a couple years ago that... I was in the relationship and it had been weighing on me. Like I knew that the relationships weren't good for me. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking like, I don't know that these people are good for me in my life. Like there was a lot of negativity, nastiness, meanness, p- them making fun of me, people, uh, other things, you know, it was just, they weren't good human beings. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, I don't, I kept feeling like that for a while. There was like six months. I'd been friends with them for years, but there was like six months where I kept thinking, I don't think they're good people. I don't think this is good for me to be in the relationship. And then finally cutting ties. It was very hurtful at first, but then months had gone by and I was like, Oh my God, that was now I look back and I'm like, that was the best decision I ever made in my life was realizing that certain people shouldn't be in your, your, you don't have to keep people in your life just because you feel like, you're afraid to not have them in your life. Does that make sense? That, no, make that sense? totally makes sense. Yeah. And it's hard. And it's hard, but it's hard, especially for someone who's like a people, I'm a people pleaser. So it's hard for me to just say to someone like, this isn't a good relationship for me to be in. So let's go our separate ways. And yeah. 
I look back now, I'm like, I shouldn't have been friends with certain people. I think everyone comes in your life for a reason and serves their purpose at a time. And I think, again, in retrospect, going through it, I don't know. I think you have to set boundaries and take time for yourself. Yeah. And you have to, (laughs) the Lady Gaga meme where she's like, I woke up one day and I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to sign that autograph. No, no, no. And I've said that before many times. Sorry, guys. No, that's that's one of the best quotes ever. And you do have to learn how to say no. And I always think, too, I try to be upfront with people when I meet someone new who could potentially be like a close friend or something. I always try to let them know up front. Like, I'm not... I'm not like a good going out friend. Like I like to go out once a month, you know, like I'm not a drinking on the town kind of person. I love a glass of wine at home. Yeah. If you're the kind of person who wants to watch TV and drink a glass of wine, that's, I'm your person. But if you're like, right. (laughs) But if I'm not the type of person, if like, you're going to call me to go to the bar every Friday night, like I'm not in that place. I'm not interested. That's why your skin looks so fresh. Like you don't look like you party rage every night well that's sweet of you i did rage the other night at the kelly clarkson concert i did uh, i did get wild there i had a lot of vodka sodas and and see now when i do that it's like a three-day hangover oh god no it's the absolute worst but vodka sodas also i'm wearing foundation right now too by the way shut up (laughs) i'm wearing like a little it's not foundation it's like a little what do they call it like a little concealer like a tinted moisturizer a little a little tinted moisturizer on under my eyes and around my can you tell the meatballs like what brand you enjoy not Um, i like fenty beauty i have the yeah (gasps) i like fenty beauty um but i don't i should look i can text you what it is when i get home oh my god i love that i definitely will ask that so wait you're from ohio Mm -hmm. i find the nicest people i've ever met in my entire life are from ohio right the midwest people yeah Yeah. How did you go from a closet? Because you said closeted Ohio. What was that like? Were you always drawn to pop culture? I always loved pop culture. And especially looking back now, I have two older brothers. And they were into things like sports and stuff. Yeah. And I remember I was just obsessed with movies and TV shows and all of that. And What was your favorite stuff to watch as a kid? Oh, I mean... I like worshipped Jim Carrey. I loved Whoopi Goldberg. I loved like uh, Steve Martin, uh, Bonnie Hunt, like all those kind of people, those comedians like I was obsessed with. And anytime like a new Jim Carrey movie would come out, like I would be like at the video store, I would go to the video store and I would take at the front desk. They had this calendar, which with all the release dates and I would take home the calendar and I'd highlight all the ones that I would want to get when they went on dollar. Cause like the video store would put them on dollar rentals after six months or whatever. So I'd <laughs> highlight them. And then like after six months go by, I'd take out the calendar from a while back and I'd so rent however many I could. But so I was always obsessed with pop culture. And then when I was in college, like I remember College was a time where I realized, like, oh, I'm gay. Like, I, re- I re- felt that, but I wasn't strong enough to come out. Where did you go to school? Um, I went to Ohio University for my first two years, and then I graduated from Kent State University. Okay. But I remember being in Kent, and I ended up graduating six months early because I was just so ready to get out of Ohio because, not to leave my family, but I, I think I subconsciously was like, I'm gay, and I need to, like, go to a big city because yeah. I was in a small suburban town. And so then I moved to Chicago and I did, I I moved there under the guise of like doing second city and sketch writing and comedy. So then I did that there and I came out in Chicago. Um, I lived there for a couple of years and that was where I like, feel like I 
found myself and all that stuff, you know. Were girls hitting on you all the time? Guys, I know this isn't a videotaped podcast. Um, <laughs> Danny is so extremely attractive. Aww, it's not so even sweet. fun. You're giving me like Jordan Knight from like the 90s realness oh right now. Oh yeah. No, he I'm was my favorite sure. new kids on yeah. the block. He was. Remember that song where he was in the amusement park? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? It's like give it to me or something. We should know that. I think it was give, give it to me or give I don't know. I'm going to Google it yeah. while you talk. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, yeah, so I knew I was... I then came out in Chicago, and then I moved to L.A. to do more comedy stuff and, like, try to act and all that stuff. And then I've been... Why here... L.A. and not New York? Um, I had a... One of my close friends, his name is Mike, he lived out here. He, he lives in Nashville now, but he lived out here, so it was, like, a place where I knew some people. I didn't really know anyone in New York. Got it. Um... And I don't know. I just, I liked the weather. Living in Chicago was so cold. I think that was a big part of it. I was like, I don't want to live somewhere cold. Because Chicago weather was so awful. I love Chicago so fucking much, though. Oh my it's God, like I love my favorite city. It's yeah. amazing. It's the best. It's so good. Ugh. No. So that's how you got here. And then you just started writing. Because I feel like a lot of people wonder, like, how do you create a writing career or what you're doing? You create so much pop culture content. How did you even fall into that? You know, I was struggling for so long and I was doing like like improv classes and comedy as many classes as I could. And nothing was really like taking off or anything. And then this is sort of weird uh, talking about the Groundlings. I had the Groundlings program. They either like bring you on to keep going or they cut you. you Yeah. And I had been in the Groundlings program for years and then they cut me and I like, it was like one of the catalysts or other things. Like there was some, a death deaths in my family and like a, just a bunch of things kind of all at once at the same time. And then I, I got really depressed, like, it, like a clinical depression. There was like a month long period where I couldn't leave the house. Like I, I was having hallucinations. Like I was very, it was like a month of really horribleness. Mm-hmm. And then after that month, like I still, I kind of came out of the deep depression, but then I still had symptoms where it was like, I didn't want to, I wasn't comfortable going outside of my little comfort zone, like of my house and stuff. Like it was kind of, it was really bad, but so I still wanted to perform. I still wanted to write. And so one of the things I started to do was take my Instagram and I tried to do like a new meme, like a silly meme. I tried to do one a day. And then while I was doing that, I was writing scripted stuff and just, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to be creative whatever way I can. And doing little memes from home, it, I didn't have to go to a comedy club at 11 o'clock at night to perform, yeah. you know, or, or anything like that. And so I was, I, I just was like, I'm going to try my best for a year and build it. And then I it kept building and I, I just was doing like real housewives memes mostly. And like some pop culture, things that I loved. I was just trying to make one meme a day and then it just kind of took off and then slow I throughout that year I was like getting out of my depression and I was I was working out a lot and doing all the things that you know you're supposed to do to sort of uh, um, take care of your mental health self-care self-care yes but people I was meeting people that were recognizing that I was making this content online and then mm. uh, I had met a guy named Bob Harper and he became a friend of mine we met at the gym and he used to host the biggest loser and he was a a, a trainer on the show too Anyway, he was coming out with a workout book, and they were looking for someone that could make him a little bit funny. Like, they wanted his next book to be a little funny a little or whatever. punch up. So he, it, he thought of me, and he, like, he fought for me, and I fought for the gig to get it. And so then I worked on a book for a year. And then all of it, like, just 
then I saw that my Instagram, I, I started to get some followers and stuff. And I thought, you know, what can I do with this platform? And then I started a podcast and I was like, oh, that was a way for me to, I, you know, I, I just kept trying to take opportunities as they would come. And mm-hmm. um, Do you think it was more of the stuff that came naturally? Yeah. You know, I, yes, I think it was, I think it's important to be like really disciplined. Like for the Instagram, it sounds like so stupid, but it was like staying disciplined and like doing one a day, Mm -hmm. like one post a day was so helpful to me. And it took a while to kind of take off a little bit. But then when it did, just when you start putting out content and, you know, from having a podcast and stuff, it's like you sometimes you just have to put the shit out there. And so like I was just putting myself out there and then then things were coming to me. And I felt like for years in L.A., I was chasing after gigs that were like auditions like I would go on an audition that wasn't right for me or something and it was like I would spend I would waste the whole I felt like I was wasting the whole day and I I look back because I'd been out here almost nine years or something now but there were so many years where I thought I wish I was creating my own stuff yeah like I am now because now I can put out whatever episodes I want to put out and I'm getting more opportunities coming my way than I ever did when I was trying to go to a commercial audition. I'm not saying that's not great for a lot, you know, people no. who are good at that. I was never good at the, the There's the a place for stuff. everyone. Yeah, yeah. But so I, I found just in my own experience was like a, a lot more opportunities were coming my way as I was putting out content. My favorite meme of yours is the um, one. It's Joey and Snooki going crazy at oh. um, the, oh, the, what show is it? The Thunder um, from Down Under. Right. And you have... The star is born, like shallow music <laughs> oh, right. playing over it. It's like, can't we? I forget what it was. Yeah, like, yeah, for the star is born trailer or something. Yeah, I don't know. something yeah. like that. I love it. You guys have to go to his page to see all the memes. You know, with Instagram, it's great because you can find people that like the same things as you. So it was like, you can build, you can cultivate such an audience by just posting your own brand of whatever. This is something a lot of people ask me, actually, is how do you get people that do love all the same things to find you? That's the thing, because you could be posting a ton of content, but if no one knows who you are, like, how do they find you? And how do you, you increase you, your following? You just have to be so consistent, like, like crazy consistent. When I say you have to do a new post a day, like, and it, like for, I expect it to be a year before it, you know. It really grows. It really grows. And then also just all uh, staying very consistent with that brand of whatever it is. Like, mine was Housewives and Female Actresses, so, or, or reality TV, but like, most of my memes now I kind of just do what I want but for at least like two years I wouldn't do a meme if it was like a man a male actor not because I hate men or anything like that. <laughs> I mean I do but but it was just because like that fit outside of it I was always trying to do reality TV mostly Bravo um, you know and and or actresses over a certain age or something like that but yeah. I tried to keep it like very consistent to what it was you have to know how to tag the right things um, because that helps people find you. And then it only takes like a few, once a couple things, a couple memes take off, then that's when you just get the It's following. like, then people start coming in. I mean, so. are you, do you believe it's hashtags? Is that it how people so find you? It sounds so stupid to Even, talk about memes, I think. I mean, yeah, but you're so good at them and people are obsessed with them. Are you kidding? I feel like that's going to be a category in the Oscars this year. <laughs> it should, I mean, it should be. It should it be. It should be. Best meme. But tagging really does help like in the comments and sometimes you'll feel stupid doing it, but it's like, that's how people are going to find it. If you're doing a housewives, I just posted something about housewives of Atlanta today. And it's like, you have to hashtag R H O A, which is the Atlanta hashtag. Yeah. And then people will find it. And then it'll show up when 
it show up in it shows up in different searches and stuff and it's like you just have to do it people and people will make fun of you for all that stuff along the way you just can't care like exactly like i mean it's exhausting you cannot care you just have to do it you have to keep your eye on with anything keep your eye on that my mom is always she always says like run your own race like that's it and i always like to use the emoji of the little like racehorse. Oh my god, yes. You know, yeah. it's gone. You can't compare yourself to others. No, you really can't. Yeah. It's so I mean, believe me, I have more issues with like FOMO and like always looking outside and not within right. and I've really been trying to like work on that. So if there's any advice I could give to someone is just give zero fucks. Be an, a kind person. Don't oh, yeah, be an yeah. asshole. Yeah. But just do you. I always think too when what you put out is what you get back. So like I I just if you put out goodness into the world i feel i really do believe that you'll get it back Look it sounds you. like so stupid it's stupid. so simple but it's something we forget a lot yeah yeah james kennedy should listen to this podcast right, right, right. <laughs> there's just so much ne- sorry I hit your table there's so much negativity out there although and- he was really nice he recorded our parody uptown funk yeah. oh my god <laughs> when they were dating um, Rachel and I Wait, produced he was dating who when Kristen and james were okay, dating okay, okay. we went granted the video got a lot of hate on YouTube because the sound was terrible. Um, did, did he do the song? He did. Oh my God. <laughs> it was on like Fox News. They actually didn't make fun of it. <laughs> Fox News was just like, this audio is terrible. Is that what happened? Like, what they, happened? Kind of. And then they also made fun of us for just being like dumb white girls. Whatever. No. Um, it's Fox fine. News. We looked cute. <laughs> um, Fox News. Yeah, but he was really helpful and did put in a lot of time yeah. recording that song with us. So I will give him credit for that. And I will also give Jax credit for calling him an elf on the shelf because I thought that was that hilarious. Was funny. Yeah. Um, we made it to Just Enough with Jacqueline. Are you <sighs> so excited? Yes, I can't wait. We're going to talk the sports balls. Okay. Um, but I had a fun game for Danny. Okay. And I know this is running over. I'm sorry. I'll let you go no, soon. How long have we been going? Just an hour. Okay. Um. I thought it would be really fun because it's like Super Bowl season. If you and I created our own fantasy, just Bravo, celebrity, celebrity, reality TV star football team. Okay. Okay. And I I sent Danny a list of like what the positions mean. And I also. (laughs) It was all a blur to me. (laughs) You're like, oh, God, Jacqueline. I should have sent pictures. (laughs) So what I. (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll get it. I um I created my own team. How gay do I sound too? Like I'm like, what's a quarterback? I know. No, I, know I know a little bit. Tom I'm Brady. Playing. Does that help? <laughs> it helps a little bit. Yeah, he's pretty. There you like, go. He's pretty. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I created my own team. Wait, did um, Tom Brady just do something like? Never mind. Go ahead. Well, he's kind of. Uh, Is he like problematic? I don't he's know. A little just, pro- <laughs> did I read? I feel like I read something somewhere. I mean, there's stuff with like <laughs> politics and like okay. there's a few. There was Deflate Gate a few years ago. Maybe that's what I'm. Yeah. Thinking. So yeah. he's going to be like on watch for the Super Bowl because he's okay. the quarterback of the Super Bowl. So I sent you, and we'll go over certain terms. I call this playing the field. <laughs> Your poor listeners have to like hear you go over the terms because I'm dumb. No, it's fine. <laughs> I had to look some up too. So I this is what I sent to Danny. So head coach, I said. It's either like an Andy Cohen, an Oprah, Chris Harrison, or a Madonna. Who would you want as oh, your it head would coach? Totally be an Andy Cohen because I think Andy Cohen knows how to stir shit up. Right? Yeah, he's, he's good, good at, at like, creating plays. He's good at creating plays and drama, and I am here for it. <laughs> By the way, I, never mind. I no, say, say it. Oh, I just found out my friend is dating Chris Harrison. <gasps> the friend, really? He's the Bachelor guy, right? Yeah, he's yeah. the host of The Bachelor. Anyway, I haven't. Wa- have you watched the season? At no, all? I don't. I'm not a bachelor person. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I. 
I feel like I would love it if I gave it a shot, but it takes up so much time. And I, to be honest, so much of my time is busy with Bravo. Yeah, like, that's it. Busy with Bravo. Time. Yeah, that should be like your away I, message. I busy with Bravo. I got into I, <laughs> I got into Ninety Day Fiance recently, and that's like another time commitment. It's like I can't do another time commitment show. I, I mean, that's that was a question I wanted to ask you. How do you find the time to like binge watch your show? I mean, I literally don't do anything but watch TV. Like that's what I do. And that, now I just am like, that's what I like to do. That's what I do. I mentioned I don't go to bars with my friends. Like, that's what I'm doing on the weekend nights. Yeah. Or weeknights. It's like, I love it. And now I consider it a job, like, to do the podcast or, like... It's research. Yeah, it's research. <laughs> Is there any show that's not, like, a reality show that you actually binge and like? Oh, yeah. I watch a lot of... I, I love... I mean, like, in terms of comedies, I love Kimmy Schmidt. Um, yes. I... I just started watching the show I Am The Night because I'm doing like a I oh. partnered with them the Chris Pine show yes and I, it's not normally my thing but I'm really into it I, I only it. saw they did like the teaser after the SAG Awards oh the first one was last night the first episode was just or whenever this airs so it was just recently <laughs> it was last week <laughs> it was, it was last, last Monday it was last Monday and it was good I, I watched Mrs. Maisel the first season I like the second season better really oh mm. see I I like the first season, but I just haven't gotten to the second season. Yeah. But I'm excited too. It's it's good. I wanted to resist it just because for a while I was like, well, she's not a real stand up. Right, right. But now I'm like really leaning into it and I enjoy it. I need to watch the second season. You should watch it. I'm You'll like, like it. And the guy, oh my God, there, she has a love interest on it. And I used to think he was so hot. Oh, why can't his I name think? Nolan? Zach Fun. Levy. Oh, Zach Levy. <sighs> he's really cute. In he's the show. cute. Yeah. yeah. He's cute. He's kind of a dick at first, but you'll be into it. Interesting. Maybe. I don't I know what your type is. I like a little bit of a. Like dick. a little bit. Yeah, just a little. I like a big dick, but also like a little, like I can be a little bit of a dick. Uh, I watched, my boyfriend and I just were binging that show Valley of the Boom, which it was, it's like a Nat Geo show, but I'm finding it really fascinating. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's like a weird, I don't know if any, it's a weird thing, but it's called Valley of the Boom and it's scripted. It's about like the internet in the 90s. It's oh, good. it's weird. What's but it good. on? Like Nat G, Nat, National Geographic. Do they call it Nat Geo or Nat I, Geo? I feel like they call it Nat Geo. <laughs> Am it's, I just making that up? I swear. I think like during the commercials, they're like here on Nat Geo or something. is that that's someone maybe look that up. That's really funny. It's good though. If oh my god! Out. And I I don't know. I mostly stick to comedies and reality TV. I gave you a few answers that are outside the box, but for the most part, yeah. I suffer from depression and anxiety, so I try to stay away from anything too dark. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I'm into. I'm watching Crashing on HBO. Oh, do you like it? Uh, parts. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I. I'm just a little jealous because I'm not on it or writing for it right, right now. I but watched the pilot and I didn't love it. You gotta like, give it a chance. There's it gets meatier, and right now it's it's cool. I, I would recommend giving okay. it a chance. I might give it a chance. Although I feel like there's so much good content out there <laughs> that you don't have to just give a chance to. I know. I know. So. I know. You know, I will say that wasn't joy. I watch The View every day. That's something I watch every day. I oh. love The View. I watch it and I, it's like my cool down time. I love it. <laughs> but Joy Behar, I think, was like guesting on Crashing really? or something. Yeah. I forget that episode. I love her. Your sports fans are really going to hate this. I know. I'm like really? about They're Joy like, Behar. again, who's your team? You know what? I'm going to go through who I picked for everything and then I'll go oh, yeah, through. Let's, let's do okay, that. Okay. okay. So my, this is my team. Okay. Okay. So Andy Cohen's my head coach. Perfect. Polly D is my quarterback. God, isn't Polly D the best? Ugh, I had the worst moment of my life. I, I passed it by. I was running on Sunset last week and he was sitting just in the doorway of a barber shop right by the London. Wow. And I had no business cards on me. I, I was just, and I saw, we like made eye contact and I kept going and then stopped in front of the Viper room. And I was like, shit, fuck, what, uh, ah! and I didn't go back. And I Was treated, he pretty? 
he just looked, looked like, like D. yeah like yeah. a walking ken Polly d doll yeah yeah and i was really upset i didn't um by the way yeah. just because we've mentioned jersey shore a lot that jersey shore reboot has no business being as good as it is right it's so good <laughs> I, love I love it, it. i love it that makes me happy to hear you say that. Oh yeah, like I don't, I am uh, shocked that they they got it so right. Like I, because I thought the reboot, like I was ready to enjoy it, but they got it like really right. Well, yeah. I feel like I wanted to hate on it and be like, yeah. they're they're they have kids, they're older. It is funny to see the locations they picked though, because yeah. they're very not Jersey Shore. The the one kind of problem I have with it is that it feels forced in that way. It's like I'd rather them just say. Hey, we have to be on a TV show. We're all going to vacation here instead of trying to sort of talk around that aspect of the show. Yeah. But otherwise, it's perfect. Totally into it. Yeah. I feel like we should recap Vinny and Polly's new show coming out. Oh my god, when does it come? Their out? Their dating show. I feel like it's going to be a month or two, maybe. Okay. They're probably filming it now because Polly's in LA. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So Polly D's my quarterback. My running back is Kristen Cavallari. Mm. Right. You love Kristen. Obsessed. I feel like I used to try to talk like her. Like, I would get sure. into, like, Kristen Fitz and be like, stay fan. <laughs> I could talk about Kristen Cavallari for hours because I find that Laguna Beach, we both grew up on it, obviously. Like, yes. you loved it. Mm-hmm. And Kristen was one of the – Kristen was, like, a young female girl on TV telling her boyfriend, like, I don't fucking care what you say. He was telling it, like, slut, get off the bar. Yeah. And she was not shamed by it. She was so self-confident at such a young age. How did age, she get that way? Which most, I mean, women and men at that age aren't don't have such confidence. But she to was so... To fight back. To be able to watch a young woman on TV and be around the same age as her, I would imagine for young women watching her, it's like... A, a beautiful thing to see someone so self-confident on TV at a, at that age. Oh, exactly. And that's what she, I love. He was like, get off the bar slut. And he, she's just fucking kept dancing. She's like, fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I respect Powerful that. thing. Yeah. I love the power. And that's why I picked her for a running back because a running back is normally a player who is a quick runner and thrives on contact. And the, it, the player, they do it all. Mm. So who would you pick for your running back? They do it all. I mean, maybe like, would a Bethany Frankel work for there? That would totally work. Yeah, she they does do it, it all. all. I, I, I have a love hate with Bethany. Like, I love a hater, but <laughs> but she makes good TV and she, she can do it all. TV. Yeah, yeah. The running back, the traits I sent you were fast talker. Oh yeah, that's her. <laughs> Jack of all trades. Um, girls want to be her. Guys want to date her. Renaissance woman, comedic relief. So I feel yeah. like yeah, uh, Bethany. Yeah, kinda. a little Bethany. Um, okay. Wait, I want to know who your quarterback is. I sped okay, through so that. Okay, so give me the qualities for the so, quarterback. So, okay. Uh, the field general. They call the plays. Um, Polly D is good for that. Right? Um, Powerful. The prettiest, most good-looking, detail-oriented, well-bred, class president. Calls the shots. Has the best confessionals. Controls the game. Wow. I but do doesn't like, get hurt somehow. I do like Polly D. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who doesn't get in the mix. You know, if anyone's watching Real House of Atlanta, I feel like Nini's doing that this season. Okay. She normally gets in the mix more, but right now she's kind of just, she seems like she's moving the pieces around, but she's not. Or Candy. Candy might, maybe from Real House of Atlanta. Candy, I feel like moves pieces around and I don't know. Yeah. I like Nini Leakes Nini. as your quarterback. Yeah. Nini. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Fullback. At first I picked Melissa Gorga. Okay. And then I subbed her out for Stassi. Okay, who is... And so the fullback, their traits are throw shade, can hang with the cool kids, might have a record deal, give zero fucks, and might be a little curvy. So basically, they're like a hardier version of the running back. Um, fullbacks are normally good runners and have exceptional strength. I like Stassi for this. Stassi's good. I, I think Stassi works for that, this, especially this season. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's fine. 
Because she sometimes, I feel like quarterback, you have to hold it together all the time. And I love a good Stassi meltdown. So I feel like it's better if she is in fullback position. I mean, look at Stassi had so many bad seasons and now she's got a great season. So it's like anyone on those shows, they have a bad season and then they're going to have a good season eventually, I think. Totally. And I feel like she is the example of if you're happy, you just look prettier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She has never looked better. She has a glow about her where it it doesn't even matter if, like, she's, like, underweight, overweight, like, wearing a cute outfit or not. Like, she just is glowing. She seems like she... Yeah, she's looks better than ever. Her her clothing seems like she's got her style down completely. Like she knows what she looks good in and what she likes to wear. So good. And knows maybe what she's confident in. Her makeup's perfect right now. Everything's good for it's her. It's all yeah. working. Okay. Offensive line. Now it's like okay. five of them. The traits are like friend of title or, you know, they only lasted one to three seasons or they help mm. the story move along, but they can definitely fight, shit talk. They're loyal, but also kind of followers. Okay. I want to go with some New York housewives for this one. So I would say Heather Thompson, Hala, Mama. I don't know if you remember her. Yes. <laughs> hey, Mama. I love... <laughs> Did she have something to do with Spanx? She was... No, she has... Yum... Wait. She has Yummy Tummy, which is like a Spanx rival. I wonder if they're still in business. <laughs> I, think, I think they are. I loved Heather and people like hated on her. Hala. I mean, she was so annoying and I remember hating her, hating her at the time. But now yeah. I look back... And I'm like, wow, I love that mama. I loved, she had a good Carol moment where she supported Carol at her like yeah. marathon. And I was like, oh, I miss Heather. I know. I liked her popping up. Yeah. And then maybe Aviva would drive the story. She drove the storyline forward for a season or two and then she got out of the mix. And she's not afraid to throw a leg. She threw that leg, she's gave us some scrappy. good TV and got out. Yeah. <laughs> she's a good offensive lineman. Um, also would Sonia, would Sonia sort of work for that? Yes. Yeah. Even Sonya though she's still great. on the show and I love her to death mm-hmm. and I don't want her to leave. Yeah. Um. Yeah, is that how many do I need? Do I need five? Yeah, I think Kenya Moore. Like she moved the storyline forward for a while and then stepped. She's gone now, and then um, oh gosh, I should think of an Orange County housewife just because they came to mind. <laughs> Maybe um, Alexis Bellino. I oh, miss her. She was nuts. She was crazy. <laughs> she kind of, yeah, she was there for Jesus a little bit. Jesus Jugs. Jesus Jugs. Yeah. Oh, she would be a good offense. Yeah. Yeah, she'd be good. That would, she could just catch the ball in her tits. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be a strong player. I picked Dina Manzo. Oh, good one. Lexi Manzo. Lexi was good. Dina Cortese. I picked the meatballs. Snooki. Okay, yeah. And I also picked oh, Danielle Francesi. See, I'm not thinking. I'm, I'm only in. My brain is always in Housewives. You're West Coast. I know. <laughs> Okay, now we have wide receivers. Now, a wide receiver, the traits I gave you, always the peacekeeper, the advice giver, mom of the group, wise, talk, takes one for the team, drinks the least-ish, heart of gold, but definitely has beer tears when they get drunk. Who did you choose? I chose Kyle Richards. Yeah, that's a good one. Right? See, that's where I would put Melissa Gorga. Ooh, that's a good one, too. Right? All right. Is Jersey your favorite? No. I honestly haven't even been really watching this season. I, I miss old Jersey. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love Dina. I Early love Caroline. Season, yeah. Like, I love all of Albie. Yeah. You're friends with Hannah Brown. Yeah, she just had Albie on. She just, she was like texting me during me it. Yeah, oh yeah. my God. If anyone doesn't listen to the Brown Eyed Unicorn, you should. And she just had Albie on, which, so jealous. I know. Yeah, yeah. He's I feel so like cute. they're going to get married. I hope they do. They, did she send you the clip of them, like, basically flirting? Um, I listened to part of her show. Um, is the episode out? Yeah, it, came, oh. it just came out today or tomorrow, yesterday or something. 
Um, yeah, so I heard part of her interview. I, I was hit- so excited for her. Yeah, she's, it was great. It she's was great. Wonderful. Guys, I love go Hannah. listen to it. Love Hannah. Love, love, she's love. She's so good. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's a good one. Melissa Gorga. Uh, tight end. Now, remember, there could be pop stars in here, too. Okay. okay. So tight end, I wrote, could be a supermodel, maybe has been to rehab, dated an A-list adjacent celebrity, or is a celebrity kind of a bitch, new money, very competitive, conniving. You know, Jessica Simpson, I think, is more conniving than people know. Really? At least Why? I think back in the day she was. Probably not now. I've just heard stories. Really? Oh, my God. <laughs> Who did tell you us. Who did no, you I want to know. <laughs> I just think there's more to Jessica than we know. Like, I find I've done a lot of research about the early aughts. And there was a time where, like, Jessica or, um, I'm sorry, Paris... Brittany, Lindsay, they were all painted as like these bad girls. Yeah. And Jessica was doing newlyweds at the time and she was painted in this light of being this good girl. She had that squeaky clean image. Mm-hmm. She never had like not one little scandal back then, right? But I think from what I know, Jessica was out at the clubs with these girls just as much as they all were. Mm-hmm. She it was reported all the time she cheated on, you know, or allegedly maybe cheated on Nick when she was on Dukes of Hazard. Like I think there's a lot of things that just somehow Jessica was able to brush off and still have the squeaky clean image. Whereas if it was someone like Brittany or Paris or Lindsay, which uh, uh, those girls have also done probably a lot more. Yeah. But I still think Jessica somehow got through that whole era without a scandal. Do you think it was her parents? Yeah. 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 Her management, her management for sure. I, the last podcast I had, Greg Coolidge directed her in Employee of the Month, and I think he tells the story online that... Classic film. When he... Such a classic. <laughs> yeah, I love her. Another story about that. I love her to death, but yeah. Ugh, I love Dukes what of Hazzard, Jessica. He said that when he was asked to direct the film, the studio was like, well, Jessica Simpson's starring in this. Like, there was no question. Like, right. they were casting Dane Cook. They were, they were having auditions, and it was like, this is Jessica's film. Yeah. And didn't she have, like, a fling with Dane Cook? Um, I had to wait on her at the Laugh Factory. Okay. When Dane was performing okay. and she was sitting in the owner's booth and I remember I did not get tipped and I think the uh. whole thing was taken care of, but like it was a very weird, especially cause this was like almost 10 years ago where like celebrities, there was a lot of paparazzi. I remember right. like just being very like let down because it was high maintenance and annoying and there was no tip whatsoever. So I uh, remember being very gross. like, fuck Jessica. Yeah. So, yeah. she, I mean, she's still, people think of her as this squeaky clean girl. And I'm not saying she's not like, or I'm not saying she's some evil villain. I'm just saying, no. I think that there was more to her than we saw. Um, tight ends can catch like a receiver, but they have the strength and size to dominate on the line. So I feel like that's like a double. Jessica's a good choice for that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I picked um, Countess Luann. Uh, I yeah. love her. Lou. Good old Lou. <laughs> Lou. <laughs> oh, God. Have you seen her do her cabaret yeah, show? Yeah, I went. Yeah. You went? Speaking of, uh, I mentioned there's uh, certain nights where I've gotten wild, and that was one of them where it was like I was so drunk. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I was so wasted, and it was the best night of my life. I really would enjoy singing cabaret with Countess Luann. Oh, my God. And you know what? You could do it because she has... You know, she has guests on stage. Oh, we need and to make so this happen. So literally, like, I feel like that's not at all out of the realm of possibility because she's still touring. And I feel like it could happen. I feel like it definitely could. Yeah. I feel like we're both kind of like mezzo-sopranos. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, she's not, I don't even know if you'd call her that. She's more like more rocks a- in the back of her throat. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, she's more rocks in the back of her throat or whiskey voice yes. or, or she sounds like Cookie Monster. That's okay. It works yeah. for her. It's whatever it is, but I don't know if it's like a mezzo-soprano. Yeah, you're right. Actually, she's not a mezzo-soprano. <laughs> she's definitely um, not. Her show is so fun to go to. If people are Housewives fans and yeah. like, they're thinking about it, it's so fun because you're just surrounded by other Housewives fans. Really? So it's not even because like, the show is good. It's fun because it's like who you're with. There's like an energy yeah, in the audience. Totally. A mutual energy. Totally. I love that. Yeah. Do you like Bob Fosse? I, I um, only yeah. brought that up because of Cabaret. Did you see the new FX trailer um, for that's... Fosse Gord- Burden? So I saw, I don't think I've seen the whole trailer. I saw, the, is there just a teaser trailer? I think there's just a teaser trailer. Okay, so I did see that and I'm very excited about it. Michelle Williams is in it, right? Another one where I'm like, why didn't I hear about this casting? Right. Obsessed. Cannot right. wait to see it. I think it looks absolutely amazing. It's going to be amazing. good, I think. It's FX be... is doing good stuff. They really are. Yeah. Wow. Not sponsored by FX. We just yeah. like them. Okay. Kicker. Traits. Pot stirrer. Celeb drop-in. A big deal cast member from a big network. Um, yeah. I feel like that'd be a Brandy Glanville. Like, they drop her in to just stir up shit. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And they're usually pretty and long and Yeah, she's tough. pretty. And, I picked yeah. Lady Gaga because, like... Stephanie Germanata. <laughs> Stephanie Germanata. <laughs> I picked her because she always scores and, like, the kicker always has to just beyond point okay yeah and then we're almost done defensive line so defensive line their job is to prevent the offense from scoring by tackling players or causing turnovers so someone who's groundbreaking who gets shit done strong-willed can talk shit plans parties vacays has major throwdown and they'll go to jail for you but also fight with their family who did you choose i chose jay wow i chose bethany frankel i chose Teresa giudice mm-hmm. and i chose jen ronnie's baby mama She's nuts. Yeah, she's she's. Uh, you want her to just trying uh, to not let anyone through. Yeah, she'll murder a bitch. Those two. <laughs> I mean, I follow just on. I follow one Instagram account. I don't even know. Maybe it's like. I think there's this account called Reality Ashhole. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. But they post a lot of like the the drama between Jen and Ronnie, and it's yeah. so fascinating to me, but also so awful that this is all happening it's so sad and scary too much i don't understand much it's like past the point of like interesting drama to the point where it's like i want to reach through and like call one of them and be like you guys need to cool up yeah (laughs) it's not entertaining anymore it's it's just scary it's dark uh, and is do they have another again? one? That's, I, think I don't know. Again. I don't know. I think so. Or maybe that it was like alleged. I don't know. It's I crazy. Know. You can't keep up. Best of luck, guys. But I love keeping up. <laughs> yes. But keeping. Oh, I, I didn't trying. put any Kardashians on here. Yeah, no maybe your defensive line could have some Kardashians on. Like a Chloe. Chloe would be great. Yeah. Be good, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. She's been defending basketball players for the past 10 right, years. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh. Anyone else? Oh, and, um, you know what? I was thinking Christina Aguilera as you were saying that. Oh, yeah. Like I could see her. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. That's good. And then last but not least, a mascot for your team. Oh, a mascot. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> the person that came to mind was Peter from Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe like a Jiggy. I don't know that why they're coming to Jiggy mind. Jiggy would be hilarious. Like someone who's just, just the mascot. Like, just... Yeah, you see Peter and you think Vanderpump Rules, but like he has never had one storyline on Not him. one. Yeah. I went up to him at Stassi's birthday and it was just our and I went just our birthdays and I went Peter you and I have the same birthday and he literally looked at me like I had four heads I was like <laughs> all right uh-huh. I'm moving along I picked Lisa Rinna oh that's a good one yeah I just yeah. want her dancing on the side get of the, the fuck field. on the tables get the fuck <laughs> get out the fuck up and dance he paid for your life <laughs> he paid for your life it's just gonna be if I ever have children I'm I literally anytime my kids are in trouble I'm gonna be like go pay, kiss yeah. your father he paid for your life yes yes 
All right, we're going to try some cupcakes, and then you're going to okay. do a read. Okay. All right. Um, are you hungry? Do you feel like you like yes. worked up a sweat here? Um, I'm a sweaty person anyway. Here, you am. open okay. this, and then I'm going to tell you some of your baked by Melissa options. See, this is like a live taste test on the air. This is kind of a big deal. Uh, oh, you're fine. Oh, my God. There's so many. Which one is that? Oh, that one looks like peanut butter and jelly. All right. Is that? Is Let me that, get the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you're going for? I kind of want to try the tie-dye one. Oh, my God. Is that, <laughs> that was really good. Is it really good? Does it taste this like, like a- ASMR? <laughs> Can you, like, hear me eating it? Yeah. All right. I picked the peanut butter one. I love peanut butter, and that was actually very good. I, I was worried about the jelly, but it jelly didn't overtake it. It had a delicious taste. It's not taste. too sweet. Moist. It's not too sweet. Mm, that was really good. I just tried the tie-dye one, and it's amazing, and I'm going to have to take a picture of it mm. just because it's really cute. Do you want to try any more, or are you good? I want to try one more. All right, try one more. I love uh, it. Let me think. Or you could try 10 more. It's up to you. I want to try this Oreo one. Like, there's legit real Oreo. Oreos on these cupcakes. Wait, so I'm confused. Can you buy yeah. these mini things? Yeah, you can buy all oh them. God, that's good. No, I gave you guys all the information Let me earlier. do the ASMR. That one's really good. <laughs> Which did you like better, peanut butter and jelly? Or- I like this Oreo one. <laughs> I'm grossing your listeners out. I'm sorry. Um, wait, I want to try a peanut oh my butter God, and jelly one. Here, wait, take these away from me. <laughs> um, let me take this one and then take it back. <laughs> wait, is that the cookie okay, dough I'm one? Done. What is this one? Cookie I think dough. that's cookie dough. I'm supposed to work out after this. Whatever. He turned down Rosé to work out, so he's definitely committed. Oh, my God. That was my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> the cookie dough is definitely... I, oh okay. Do I want Jeff, cookie dough or do I want... Me. Okay, fine, fine, fine. You took one half a bite and I just ate four. I know, because I want to take a picture of the inside of the tie-dye because it's so oh cool. Oh, my God. That cookie dough one was good. All right, fine. I'm trying the cookie okay, dough. Okay, so wait. Explain these to me. Like, how do I buy these? Can they send me some baked by Melissa? Yeah, I have a podcast. I'll eat them. <laughs> Oh my god, the cookie dough is phenomenal. Dear baked by Melissa, please email me Danny at everythingconnect.com. <laughs> Wait, so you can buy full ones or mini ones? Uh, you can buy. I think they're all the mini ones. Um, honestly, they are. It's perfect timing for Valentine's Day actually because when we finish the podcast, I will pull up the Valentine's Day um tray that I have also, and it's even more epic. Um, I like that you can get a a big mix of minis. Like that's. Well, it's the cool thing about it is you don't get full off of that. Like it's, yeah. well, I would I love, eat the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> but they're so light. But they have they are packed with so much flavor. And the coolest thing about it is every bite sized cupcake is stuffed, iced, and topped entirely by hand. So it's mm. like curated for you. They're really good, and I'm not just saying that. Yeah, we're not just saying. No, I'm it. not just saying that. Like they're really, really good. I'm honest. I, like, I want to so eat. I'm honest. staring at them right now, like a dog. No, and the coolest thing about it also was they were shipped here, and they came in perfect shape. And I definitely recommend it because their Instagram. Wait, is there a mint cookie in there? There, I, 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 I can I like, eat that one too. I feel like you should eat the mint one. Okay, and then I really want to know. I won't eat another one. But Don't I lie to me. I know cookie. you want them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the worst guest. I'm eating all your. Cookies. And it's really easy if See, you if, want. Yeah. No, and you have a boyfriend. I feel like this would be the best Valentine's Day surprise for your no, boyfriend. No, that one's my favorite. <laughs> your mouth is green and I love it. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like, I love a mint Oreo thing. Really? And that was my favorite. You're having a mint Oreo moment. Wow. Oh my gosh, you're welcome. I'm wet again. <laughs> I, I love it. Thank you. I'm so, you're like the perfect guest to have taste. You're the only what's your jersey guest to ever get to taste 
Oh my god, I feel so honored. And I, I will come back anytime and every time you have baked my Melissa's projects. What would your baked by Melissa like flavor of the month be called? What would your cupcake be? I would love it. I would do probably that exact mint. I love that it was green, and I truly love like a mint Oreo thing, a mint Oreo moment. I love more than anything. But I do love. I would actually. I would maybe do like a Buckeye one. Because I'm from Ohio. Look at you, sports. I know. <laughs> there I am dropping my sports no- my sports ball knowledge. Uh, hot tip. Also, um, you went to school with Drew Carter, who I was did. a past. Yeah. What's yeah, your jersey? Guess? My other sports uh, connection. You have more than you know, and he's decked out in like a whole Nike. Just uh, it's you're giving me life. Yeah, I'm no. I I joke. I played basketball back in my day. Yeah, you're very tall. I'm not. Um, but I'm. I'd say I'm not a football person. Like I. I can, I know basketball, I know baseball and everything, but I don't, football is just not my. It's not your jam. That's it's not okay. My jam. Um, but Drew good. Carter was like, a, he, he played in our high school. Like, I remember him playing. He was amazing. If you guys want and to then, deep dive a great episode, go back. I don't know yeah. which number it is, but Drew and Carter's he dated an awesome Brandy guest. Glanville. He talks about that mm-hmm. on the pod. Yes, he's, he's awesome. very good looking. Yeah, he, just like yourself. Oh, I feel like God. is everyone pretty from your hometown? I mean, Ohio, uh, Midwestern. I love a Midwestern boy. Like that's my favorite. And is girl, that your favorite? G- gorgeous girls from Midwest too. Oh, yeah, you guys breed well. Um, well, if you want to get your your boyfriend a baked by Melissa gift, it's one and two day shipping nationwide. And remember. The last day for standard shipping for Valentine's Day delivery is February 12th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And all you have to do is go to bakedbymelissa.com <laughs> slash jersey. And my promo code's jersey. And you get 15% off at bakedbymelissa.com slash jersey. I'm like legit going to do that. I really think you should. Because my boyfriend, he doesn't like like a lot of sweets but he likes a little sweet and I feel like these are perfect because it's like a little bite size sweet. And you get so many options. There's and then so I'll many eat the rest. flavors. Exactly. And mm-hmm. it's perfect. I feel like I'm also going to send this to like I have cousins that are in college right now. I feel like this is like a cute little like sorority house gift. Oh yeah yeah. Right? Yeah. Or like my mom. That might be a fun one mm-hmm. to send her. Mm-hmm. Like you're not expecting this and it's so good. So delicious. I feel like we should just stop talking and eat cupcakes. Anyway well thank you for trying them with me. Yeah thank you. Um, Before you leave uh can you tell the meatballs where they can find you oh yeah uh, on um social media twitter and instagram i'm at danny pellegrino and then uh, my podcast is called everything iconic with danny pellegrino it's on itunes spotify everywhere and i do mostly like housewife recaps and then i have some celebrity guests and then i'm also covering that low hand show so it's a lot of like reality tv stuff pop culture but a focus on bravo i'd say and I want to, I want you to put something out in the universe. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, what's your goal, your dream? What are you going to be doing? I would love to have my own show. All right. I could talk, my, my own talk, my own Rosie O'Donnell show. We're putting that out there. On, I mean, I already have it as a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded so gross. But I'm saying I would like it on, uh, like, I would like uh, visually. It's amazing. I love it. Now, um, everyone does a read at the end of the show. Okay. You can read one line. You can read the entire like a song. Palm reading. Um, I wish. Kidding. I'm like, tell me what's going to happen later. Am I going to bomb the show okay, I'm doing? So I get to pick. No, you. I picked out. Normally, okay. I have my guest do Lady Gaga read, um, okay. but I picked Toxic by Britney a for you. Film. Do you know this is funny that you picked Toxic because literally two days ago I was watching the Toxic making of the video online on YouTube for no reason. I just was in one. Of those YouTube wormholes. Oh. I watched the whole episode. It's so good. Is okay, Toxic so, your favorite Britney song? Not my favorite. Let me think. What is my favorite? I love, I really love Touch. Oh, you know what my favorite is? Just Love Me. 
From, I don't even know that one. Oh my god, Jacqueline, it's from. Um, is it, is it from Glory? No, it's no. from Glory. Really? Yeah, it's from Glory. Oh, I it do know that one. Me. I also love. Um, Glory's very underrated. Oh, Glory's so fucking good, but in Blackout's amazing, of course. It's a good gym one. But just love me from. Glory is my all-time favorite. And then I love uh, uh, He About to Lose Me, which was a bonus track off of Femme Fatale, I think. Oh, I like I Mona Lisa. Track. Oh, yeah. yeah Why funny. was that never released? I don't know. It's so good. Um, she Just off her last album, she had a bonus track that was amazing, too. Uh, Mood Ring. Have you oh, heard I that don't one? Know that oh one. my god, it's fantastic! It's like, why didn't they include it? I love I meeting an even bigger Britney fan than myself. <laughs> it um, comes with the territory when you're gay. It's like you just have to <laughs> you, you just learn all the bonus tracks. It's like <laughs> you come out of the womb just knowing every pop star's bonus tracks. Well, I love your impressions, okay. so I would love you to read a few lines as either a Vanderpump or a housewife or even Britney. Just okay, whatever wait, <laughs> comes to you and speaks to you. And I'll give you a minute um, while you're deciding what you want to do. Um, I just want to say, again, thank you so much, Meatballs, for listening and supporting the podcast. I can't do this without you. Um, so please email me at whatsyourjerseypodcast at gmail.com and let me know what you want to hear, who you want to hear. And just let me know how you're doing. I love hearing from you guys. You can also DM me at Jacqueline Marfuji on all the social media things. Um, so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed us. And now. A fabulous toxic reading by Danny Pellegrino. I'm going to call on the spirit of Britney from Vanderpump Rules. (laughs) So, okay. (laughs) I knew you were going to make it the voice. I'm on the brim. Baby, can't you see? I'm calling a guy like you should wear a worn in. It's dangerous. I'm falling. There's no escape. I can't wait. I need a hit. Baby, give it, give me it. You're dangerous. I'm loving it too high. Can't come down. Losing my head. I'm on the brim. I'm losing my head. Spinning round and round. Do you feel me now? Oh, oh, the taste of your lips. I'm on a ride. You're toxic and I'm slipping under with a taste of poison paradise. I'm addicted to you, Jax, and I'm on the brim of freaking out. <laughs> Don't you know that you're toxic? And I love what you do. Don't you know that you're toxic? It's getting late to give you up. I took a sip from my devil's cup. Slowly, it's taken over me. Too hot, can't come down. It's in the air and it's all around. Can you feel me now? Oh, taste of your lips. I'm on a ride. You're toxic. Jax, you're toxic. And I am slipping under. Okay, I know we're engaged. I know I'm engaged. But I am slipping under with a taste of poison paradise. I'm addicted to you. Don't you know that you're toxic? And I love what you do. But don't you know that you're toxic? The taste of your lips, I'm on a rod. But you're toxic and I'm slipping under with a taste of a poison paradise. I'm addicted to you. Don't you know that you're toxic? With a taste of poison paradise, I'm addicted to you. Don't you know that you're toxic? Intoxicate me now, Jax. With your loving now, I think I'm ready now. I think I'm ready now. Intoxicate me now with your loving now. I think I'm ready now. <laughs> my face hurts you're we're so sweet to give me the lyrics because <laughs> I, I feel like that's the first time i've actually heard the lyrics <laughs> i know i do i'm like reading them i'm like wow it's a pretty simple song it's a, <laughs> and that you're a comedic genius your pairing of i feel like that was britney's vows <laughs> it was also <laughs> that literally was britney's yeah. um, it felt like a mix of britney or mama d from the houses of dallas i don't know it was one of the two I don't know. It gave me all the I am on the brim of freaking out. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, I'm done. I'm just going to say that on stage tonight if I can't think of anything else. (laughs) I am on the brim. 
She was so stressed. Which we've all thought. That's why I love it so much, because we've all felt that way. Oh, yeah. And I want her to just freak out. I want her to get over the brim and just fucking let it go. Let it go. Be like Frozen and let let it go. go. We didn't even talk about Rent. Did you watch it? Well, it's good because I haven't watched it yet. It's on my DVR, but I haven't Okay. Well, it's... (laughs) All right. We'll have to meet up again and talk about it. Was it bad? It's the staging of it. The stage is amazing. The set, I've never seen anything like it, and I'm obsessed. And that's good enough to just watch for that. Yeah. Um, It's very unfortunate that they showed a lot of the dress rehearsal footage because the Roger broke his ankle. It was... It just lost a little bit, and they said... So it's like, what's the point if it's not live? Like, yeah. whole, it was fucking called Rent Live. And they could have done Roger in a wheelchair, because at the end, he's in it, and it's fine. Yeah. It's totally fine. Also, it would have been a powerful statement if they had someone in a wheelchair. Exactly. I mean, they never show people in wheelchairs or with any disability on TV or film, and it's annoying, and that's a whole other thing that I could get into, but we're yeah, done. Exactly. Um, but... There's no disabled representation on TV or movies. The, Go ahead. The Sorry. only one... I feel like speechless, and I only say that mm. because Cedric Yarbrough is a friend, and he's on that. Yeah. I yeah. haven't watched it yet, though. But yeah, I, I agree with you. There's not enough. But There's not yeah. enough. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, watch it. I did cry when the whole cast came out. I really didn't want to. And it was just like, I couldn't stop the tears. Yeah. But that's like an inner weird wishing I was on Broadway thing that probably just came up. You know. I get it. Anyway. So yeah, watch it. Enjoy it. Watch it with your boyfriend. <laughs> he, he doesn't get into that stuff. Yeah. He won't watch it. But he might. My mind doesn't either. And he, he was like watching it after I left for the comedy store. Oh my God. Yeah. So anyway, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you. I, I so fun. loved having you and we'll have to kiki again. We'll do it again. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll catch uh, you on the flip side. Bye. Just put your paws up. Cause you were born this way, baby. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstar. 